What is good? What is happening, everybody? My name is C. My name is Notion. Welcome to episode 24, Van Cap, you know what I'm saying? Bad Habits, the podcast. We have Dan in the building. What up, Dan? As always, Dan, as always, you to, always, always you're going to project. You look the man to hear you, fam. You know? <laughs> this <laughs> evening. There you go. You good? You're right. In it, in it. You're right. Easy thing. Now, this evening, we have one of my favorite humans on the motherfucking planet joining us. Top eyes. Um, top eyes. This gentleman, I met Josh, a.k.a. Uncle Terry. We'll talk about that. I think <laughs> I, it was nearly 10 years ago. It was uh, March 2011. We worked together at Apple. We yeah. started together. I was like, who is this kid who's 10 years younger? It might have been February. And it was March 24th, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, no, no, I'm fucking wrong. You are correct. Oh. It was, I always tell Tiff, because the day, the second day of core is when I first saw Tiff when, we, when they made us go to the store. Oh. <laughs> so it's yeah. February 27th, 2011, because I always say that to her, like, it would okay. be ridiculous. So it's February 26th. I think we sat next to each other. And yeah. I never, I didn't know anything. I didn't probably didn't even know Trinidad was a country. I heard your accent, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "All right, cool, like young, cool, like dude, like." And probably. I heard yours. I was just like, "Oh shit!" Like, All right, too funny talking. The guy with the crocodiles. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, I don't know what he's saying, but I like him. Let's hang out, and we just clicked from the jump. And literally, we've been uh, close, close friends. I consider you family, my brother. And we have worked together on all of our major creative projects ever since. So, Joshua Telfer in the motherfucking building. Let's give him some applause. Uncle Terry. What up, fam? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Thank you for having me on. Hey, man. Pleasure. I know we have a chance to come on episode 24. You know what I'm saying? It's about to In my mind, you know what's really funny is that when we met, you were. How old are you now? If I can ask on air. 29. So you were 19 when we met. In my mind, or maybe, yeah, yeah no, nah, you might have been. Wasn't your birthday in February? No, birthday's in June. So Fuck. if it was so nine. Bad. I'm yeah. shocking at birthday. Don't feel bad I about that, dude. That's all right. 18 or 19. You've been 19. So in my mind, that's how old you are. Like, I just, I can't get past, like, you know, you're, oh, you're, you're, Terry. Man, you're Uncle Terry, but like, you're nearly fucking 30. It's crazy. Still Uncle yeah, Terry. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, by yeah. the way, we call you Uncle Terry. I don't know why we always joke and it's funny to call someone that much younger than me Uncle. And your middle name is Terrence or Uncle Terry. Yes. Which, to be even funnier, is Dan's father's name, who is literally Tiffany's Uncle Terry Ooh. and my Uncle Terry by default. <laughs> yeah. And then we had one moment when Dan and the family visited in 2017 and we went on, on Sinclair near the Maccas. And Mac-ish. there was Uncle Terry Josh and the other Uncle Terry in the same space. <laughs> oh, triple Except Terry sandwich. It was, it, was, it was a lot of Terry, man. It was a beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, Sean is in the building. What up, Sean? What up, son? What up, what up, what up? Sean? So... Josh, you are a multidisciplinary a creative. He did get the fires. You're a multidisciplinary creative. Yeah, uh, you do a things. whole bunch of stuff. So to give people context, because I think I feel like it's interesting, and a lot of people don't really understand um, maybe what goes into the different types of um, creative stuff you do. We are all rocking your latest creation right now: the Black Lives Matter, Black Lives mm-hmm. Matters hoodies, and uh, Dan has the sweat. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, do you want to maybe just give people a background, sort of who you are, what you actually do, and, and sort of what you know who you sort of work with? Just a bit of a vibe about which which you have. So, um, I have the benefit of both growing up in Canada and the Caribbean. So I lived in Hamilton of all places. Um, really? I think I knew <laughs> yeah, that. I was born in Hamilton. Down to the you hammer. Know? No yeah, shit, man. Didn't tell me because my mom went to McMaster. So I was born uh... in Hamilton um, and lived there in Mississauga until I was about six. Um, Went back to Trinidad, lived in Trinidad until I was about 14. 
Um, and then second year of high school, we moved to Tobago and then lived in Tobago until I was 18 and then moved up here hmm. and then did art and design foundations first, um, then did graphic design after that, then got hired at Apple, then started climbing rooftops <laughs> and taking <laughs> pictures with my iPhone. Yes. Um, and then a bunch of um, co-workers told me I should buy a DSLR. Um, actually, TIFF's camera it was a T4i or T3i, T2i maybe even. Yeah, the very um, first was camera. One, yeah. of the first ca- one of the first DSLRs I ever shot on. I think we did the yeah in the experiment, experiment all three of them all three camera. and you yeah. did the design and it was probably the first real shit i think you'd done you'd never yeah you'd fucked around with the photos to but... date that's still some of the most creative shit i think i've done for an album cover man it was so sick if people haven't like seen the flat that... lays yes the stencil with the the fake coke like that yeah. that one was was different i wonder if i could like pull in the files i think i actually can on this program but basically when we um, first connected, uh, and we were, you know, hanging out a lot, Apple would get in trouble for talking too much and shit. You, I wanted, I was doing, I went solo. I, my group that I was in at the time ended, and it was like I started all my solo stuff. And you were designing, and, and you were a part of my first solo video ever, Pot of Gold that we did with Dave mm-hmm. Dunville. Shouts to Dave. Um, Fun video that one. That was great because that was like every time I watched Dave that. Dave was actually the that guy was that full, that was a full squad. Activation. He was one of the first people that told me to get DSLR. He was okay. His, his he was one of the major influences. He always used them. He's just like, yo, bro, you're fucking up. Like, get a camera. Like, you're like, yeah, you yeah. are one of the people that need to have a camera. Yes, you um, are. Yeah, I got it, and it changed the game. I've so, been shooting um, ever since. I, you really have. It's been crazy. I'm putting up the first cover on. Uh, it's covering Brad's face. Sorry, Doug. Um, Sick. No, oh, good mate. Basically, to Shock and what we anyway. did. Uh, no, it's a beautiful one. Don't you say that about that fucking face of yours. Um, what the concept was to put the, my name C in different materials so it was engaging, and I wanted yeah. to use Tiffany as the model for it, and she, uh, I, I kind of forced her into oh, yeah. it. So our friend Skunda, exactly, he got the Skunda Wanda. So he had this mirror in his backyard, and it was a sick old mirror. So he didn't mind if we drew on it. You traced the logo that you already designed for me, by the way. And you took, a li- I still have that thing of lipstick. Did I ever tell you that? I, I still have it in my drawer. I kept it. Oh, that's really? Yeah. Cause is, it, is it because, uh, any cause, reason? Uh, uh, oh, sometimes I pop it on from time to time. Sometimes you chuck it on, yeah. Okay. Sometimes I want to feel like a lady. Wondering, you know. I want to feel like a lady. It goes well with the beard, mate. <laughs> so, um, Perfect. Josh not only did the, um, the, the design, if you're watching, if you're listening on the audio, then go to the video to see it or Google see the Indie Experiment Volume 1. And basically, you drew it on the mirror and took the photo with Tiff holding the mirror, which is one of my favorite things I've ever been a part of. It's fucking amazing. Part Ooh, two, we made we put a mix of flour and sugar to make it look like cocaine, and we put it mm-hmm. on a um, on a table. And you made the logo. I think you physically did it by hand, even, and just moved the the powder around, right, to make yeah. it look like and then that. Just raised the stencil after. The bullet casing and baggies and like the which is crazy. Next to it. And then it's very section eighty that one. I love that. Yeah, I'm actually gonna put yeah, it up on the screen too. That was the inspiration. A little bit of inspiration. The inspiration. Yeah, like this, I can it. see the for touches. Sure, for sure, because it came out the same cool, time. Though. Yes, it did. Craig and I, did or, yeah. Did you go to the section eighty concert? I didn't. You? But Jayla, okay. who we're gonna talk about soon, because he's had to go through with. He put me on to Kendrick. He was the first person. He made me install. Ooh, he's like, watch this, and he showed me high power. And I was like, yeah. all right, this that was super dope. 
Um, so I've got it on the screen now. So that's flour and sugar to make it look like Coke. And we had a bunch of like beer and like, I think I had, I was doing Coke at the time. So I had some bags. <laughs> um, and yeah. I think we put the empty bags around who does drug drugs. That was at the Ossington apartment. That was, Ossington. This, this was done in Notions Park Ossi. upstairs. And there's the lipstick at the front to tie it back in. That's why this one was super yeah. creative. And Love then, it. um, part three, we actually got some spray paint and you, you cut a, um, uh, I used the same stencil, stencil that we used for the, to coke. make that. Okay. That's what that was. So you made a stencil. Yeah. So I still have that yeah. stencil too. Um, yeah, you probably do. I remember you telling me you want to keep it. Yes. And then here, yeah, that's on the screen now. And then, um, that is still there. That thing that you stenciled in the back of where I used to live in, uh, just off Ossington mm -hmm. is still there. You went and checked the other day, actually. Yeah. Still there. And we made sure Tip was yeah. in all of them. I think her hand was in the <clears> second <throat> one or something. But yeah, yeah, man. I think she was holding the can. Yeah, she's holding she's the can in the third But yeah, so the, they were, that was the first three. And Tiff is saying, oh, she comes here. She says, love that so much. The Coke <laughs> shot will come back and haunt my professional career one day. <laughs> the, the good thing about that is nah, none, mate. none of those um, uh, covers, none of those, none of that music is on any DSPs because it's all mixtape stuff, rapping over shit I shouldn't be rapping over. Or it's illegal. So anyway, know, that's where it started. Too. So... Tiff, let, you know, you had a camera, you used that, you did it all, and that's where it sort of started with us working with you. And since then, for, for context, you've done my album cover, This Is All I Know. You did Notion's yeah. album for um, How To My Sleeve, his How first album. Sleeve, yeah. You did the Bad Habits collab oh, I dropped a couple fun. years ago. You did the brand new uh, EP I have come in, in November 20th, submitted that shit now. Um, and I think his other stuff, you did all my singles in like 2011, 2012, 2013, all these mm -hmm. singles I dropped. There might have been other stuff, but I think what I, because we were just together, I remember we sat down in the break room and just did all the singles together one day. And we just figured yeah. it out. But I didn't want to bother you with the smaller stuff, so I already got you to do the bigger projects because yeah, you're a busy yeah, dude and, um, and all that. So, yeah, so that's basically what, what you do. So right now, what do you consider yourself? Are you more of a photographer, designer? Are you doing both uh, professionally still? or what's the deal? Yeah, I still do both. Um, the designer comes more in the play of clothing now like i don't really do design i mean i guess that's not true like i guess i still do cover art for people like i'm caleb actually has a single coming out soon um nice. i did his cover mm. for that recently like within the last two days cool. um and i still do shoots here and there like i did the shoot for taekwondo studio in forest hill the other day oh, I, saw that. Um, I did okay. one for a mm. fitness gym in young and eglinton the other day um but at the end of the day, like it's still a global pandemic, so like yeah. photography is not the the primary source of income. Yeah. Um, but I'm still doing all of them. Um, still doing all of them. The the hoodies are doing better than I thought they would, considering I've only really advertised with one, two Instagram posts at this point, which is but, amazing. Uh, we, let's just talk yeah. about that. We're all wearing the Black Lives Matters. Uh, how did this one come about, mm -hmm. man? Like, I remember you showed me the logo um, like six months ago when you did it or some shit. And then I didn't realize you were yeah, like doing So the life script mm. I'd had done for a while, like I, the life is actually my handwriting. Um, oh. So I did the life. Um, yeah, you always at trace some your handwriting. Point in time. We'll yeah, and then just do it in fire. the computer, live trace, um, turn it into vector and all that. And then um, I think I was working on like a good life design and then other random things. And then the George Floyd thing happened and then all the other things happened. And, um, I was just like, you know what, let me, let me put my own twist on, on the, the design and, um, 
the life worked out perfectly and there's a nice balance between script and font um and it was different compared to all of the other ones that i've seen in the past um so yeah very different a little more super dope how you made the uh, the life curl approach. around the letters yeah Sorry. and then i went yeah. through the the loop-de-loops to <laughs> sick so to make a little bit more depth and what what made you um yeah no i didn't you know what to be honest no i didn't even notice that actually I just saw the whole thing and I didn't really notice yeah, it. It made it. It made the embroidery really tricky doing that. Should I bet? Because um, like I can't replace certain letters. Yeah, it's, it's a whole bunch of technicalities. Yeah, I bet. So why did you decide to turn this into merch? Um, or I don't know if you call it merch or a clothing line. What what would you consider it? Was it like just a drop, like a one um, drop? Or? Well, I, w- I also wanted to find a way to, as a black creative in the city, give back in my own shape way or form and i'm not i'm obviously not in a position where i have an ex, ex, exceeding amount of disposable income so i wanted to find a way where i could contribute with my art but also have funds to put towards something that had a bigger impact than myself um and with mm-hmm. these like again like a weekend like i think i've already gotten uh, about over three hundred and fifty dollars that I get to donate to whatever I get nice. to do. Nice. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Do you have so, any um, charities in mind, or is it kind of open so far? <clears throat> uh, so my girlfriend's brother-in-law, he just had his birthday, and he did this thing called Thirty for Thirty, and he sent us a, a word document of a bunch of different charities, and he wanted us to donate instead of giving him gifts, and he would match ten dollars of the first thirty people. Um, so cool. he has a long list of different charities. I have to go mm. through all of them and choose like my i don't know how i want to do it because obviously i'm going to continue selling the hoodies so i'll probably choose my top three mm-hmm. each 300 dollars or each yeah a certain amount and then each one gets 100 bucks i haven't figured out how i'm going to do it yet but that's, that's great basically the plan. yeah i love it and how you've only been selling them just via your personal instagram like it's not there like yeah it's just or, dms just dms so yeah i have to i have to get a shopify site built up because people from have people from the UK asking, have people from the States, like this guy wants one for an like for an event in on November third. He lives in Vegas, but he he wants me to ship it to Detroit for the event. Like there's a whole bunch like I have to figure out Shopify sites and payments and I set up a Canada Post business account thanks to you because hey. you told me about that shit. Um yeah, I have like there's like shipping labels out the ass. <laughs> man, just but, send them. Hey, man, that's a beautiful thing. I just asked her, she's like, yeah, can I have a couple? She's just like, yeah. And she gave me like at least 75. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Canadians never really understood what company. Yeah, it's keeping me busy. <laughs> nice. And it's cool. That I, like, I like working with my hands. Um, I've always liked clothing and wearing stuff that I've designed and made. Um, it's also nice when I get to see other people wearing it too. I love it, man. Um, um, and you collaborated with a mutual friend, someone else we both worked with, uh, Justin Lau, Jay Lyra, as he's known. He is a yes. was a music producer and a DJ, and Notion and I worked with him on a couple of joints. When was that? Like 2015, I think. We did our first like trap joints through Jay Lyra. Um, he was super dope. And he moved into the fashion game, and you've been working with him in all of his different fashion sort of exploits. He had a few little companies. He keeps you know, sort of switching what he's doing, but... Um, He's now in the embroidery world, I guess. Is that accurate? Yo, j he's just... He, mm. I would say embroidery is definitely the main thing he's doing, but he's 
like as you said, he used to be a producer and a DJ, and then he just picked up a sewing machine and taught himself how to make clothing from scratch. Um, then he bought a fifteen thousand dollar embroidery machine. Um, then he bought a fifteen thousand DTG printer, and he was printing T-shirts and all that sort of stuff. Um, now he basically does embroidery for a bunch of clients, um, but he's recently started doing leather as well. So he makes bags, um, like fanny pack okay. bags. Um, he's also working on some women clutches, um, all out of leather, and then incorporating the embroidery into the leather. Um, but yeah, he's 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 producing the hoodies um, in the same the same backyard that we did the the mirror shot is the same location that I'm making these hoodies now. Look at Everything that. is is all connected. That's been one of the most creative households ever. The, uh, they call it yeah. the powerhouse. A lot of people yeah. have lived there. A lot of friends from Apple. Start off, shout to Chanel. Chanel uh, was a DJ, business partner of ours in hip hop and breakfast. Who's funnily enough yeah. uh, moved to Melbourne, where we are from, which is uh, represent, represent full circle. You know she's kind of wild that she's out there. You know, man, she's out there. Ah uh -huh. and um, yeah, right. And um, yeah, a bunch of bunch of different people that you've worked with have lived in that place. And now, who lives there now? Is it just Jayla? So Angel was the most recent, and then Tasha, Tasha, Angel's girlfriend was there for a little bit too. Um, then they got their own place, and it, Justin replaced them with two um, two women that he knows. One I think he knew, and the other he think he found on Kijiji. Um, <laughs> one of them is leaving actually, and mm. the person who's replacing them is someone who you know. Um, Oliver is going to be moving in. Shasta, Oliver. Yeah. Why is he moving in? Uh, um, because one of the roommates didn't work out. All right. So she's moving out. Um, he had a wicked spot. <clears throat> I think she's pretty much moved out already. <clears throat> um, and November first, <clears throat> Oliver, I believe, is moving in. That's dope. It's a G. Uh, Tiff says, "Fun fact: I coined it the powerhouse in 2011." Ooh. Oh, look at that! Yeah, that. Make some noise for Tiff. <laughs> Woo! Hey. Hey, hey, but, but, but I need gunshots. There it is. Well it definitely done. deserves more of a gunshot. What year did you say? 2011. So they all moved in in 2011. I actually remember it. I think they moved in a, like that summer um, when I think every, like this, the event at Andy's Pool was kind of popping for like Saturday Swag and shit was going pretty hard. <clears throat> we performed there a couple of times. Saturday Swag. I know, man. So many memories. I feel like we're just talking too much shit that nobody's going to possibly understand, but. Yeah. That was that was good times in Toronto, you know. Lots of creative shit going good on. Good times. Yeah. So, okay. So it do, doesn't it? It really, really does. Super like, lols. Yeah, man. It was. Hey, that shit was fun though back in the day. Like it was cool yeah. being around yeah, that uh, creative energy um, with so many different people, particularly through Apple, where you know it was yeah. we a lot of people that we worked. I'll with. I'll forever be grateful to mm. Apple for that. Likewise, as much as I hated the job. The yeah. people were like some of the dopest people I've in any yeah. job ever. Um, At least the, ha the ones that I handpicked. Were. Yeah, exactly. All, like all, yeah. all the all the maddest people, like yourself, and I guess yeah. I met. I met Tiff there. She's like all the yeah. times. Um, yeah. yeah, we met Tiff. I mean, Jayla, Dave Donville, who's an amazing um, videographer who did a couple of videos for me. Mm -hmm. He's done crazy shit. That dude. He's just really, really creative as well. But just it's like a yeah. really good place. It's spurred a lot of great people. So, as far as the obviously the photography work kind of slowed up for a bit, but the design work are you now? Because I think you were doing a bunch of graphic work for sort of clients typically, right? Like not even just like Caleb. Caleb is a friend of um, yours who I worked with, who's a reggae singer. But 
like aside from the homies are you doing shit for like do people reach out and go hey i need a logo or something like <clears throat> not so much design okay not so much design <clears throat> i think the only people i do design work for now are people i know okay um, <clears throat> for the most part unless i'm presented with a project that i i think i can i can lend a hand to in a way that no one else can or i think it's something that um is super inspiring or something that i'm super passionate about but those things don't happen that often okay no that makes sense they I happen, can... <clears throat> that, those things happen more often from people who i know okay which is why those are the ones i tend to be right i mean design must be the most annoying i feel like anyone working yeah, with clients <laughs> i can I, yo i want to actually ask if like if we can be candid about it because i know that like we have clients in social media it has its moments Notion as a mix engineer and a photographer as well has clients and I imagine the um, mm. uh, it's just like I don't want to name names so like yeah <laughs> we're not going to name names uh, we know who it is low key low key low key low key we had an early client that we got Josh in with when we first started uh, uh, high season which was not fun just like we've had in Terry some terrible clients <laughs> it happens yo it happens <laughs> it really does no, but like I, I, take it off. I feel like um, like you know Notion has like the, the mix clients who also can be particular and not really know what they're saying that's a that one downside of working with clients so design i guess is probably from what i could tell working with seeing you and being the middleman between a client and you and then mm-hmm. other people um well someone said salim hassan says big up high season code what up i didn't even, I didn't honestly, even know oh you know you're yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah hey what up what up what up what up uk in the building what up, fam? um yeah like what's what was like you, so if you moved away from design, tell us what the challenges of being a designer are and then why you decided to move the focus on the photo. Um, I think so. The biggest thing for me with design <clears throat> is clients don't know what they want. They think they know what they want. Um, and they, they present it to you like they know what they want. But when it comes down to it, they really don't. And they're also easily persuaded by how many options there are in the world. So like... <clears throat> in between stages of something that you've discussed, they would see other things that inspire them or they think would be cool. And then all of a sudden they're just like, can you try this? Can you try that? It's just like, no, that's not even, doesn't even really align with the vision that we were discussing at hand. Like, right. like focus. Like, just focus on <laughs> like guys, come on. Discussing right. And we'll, we'll get to the end project better. But a lot of times <clears throat> they're just, they're not sure of what they want or they're not sure of how the process works. So they think, um, they think something would be cool, but, yeah, I could make your logo glow and look like it's lit up, but you can't embroider that on a T-shirt. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, you have to think about how it's going to be translated into other things and how you want it to be translated. Like, if you're not going to put it on a T-shirt, then sure, you could have it glowing. Right. But if merch is something that you want to do and you want to do it in embroidery, then you can't have certain aspects like that. Um, photography I switched to because people... People are always going to hire me because of the way I shoot. Um, okay. With design, I felt like a tool. With mm. photography, I feel like a creative. Because um, they're always they're not they're never going to be like shoot this like this. They're going to be like this is what I want. Can you do it? Sure. Yeah. Sick. Shoot this for me. It's not going to be anything too unless it's product <laughs> photography where it's just like it has to be lit a specific way and all that sort of stuff. Okay. Nine times out of ten, though chances are they're going to be like, I want you to shoot it because I like the way you shoot stuff and I like the way you view stuff and your eye and your perspective and your framing and all that sort of stuff, which is stuff that I just do. I don't have right. to be told how to do it. Okay. Um, and that so didn't for happen. that reason, I think. 
Okay. That didn't happen. So, so that didn't happen through the design work? Like people didn't see your other shit and be like, yo. Or at the end of the day, that because there's such a, no, a big gap really. between what they might think they want and then what you would do? Um, I think design. with the design, they weren't really referencing things that have designed in the past as much. Like I think, I don't know if that's because there wasn't as much content out. Like with photography, it's easy to take a lot of pictures and put out a lot of pictures. Like it's not as easy to have 4,000 cover arts like how I have 4,000 pictures on my Instagram page. So maybe they're not seeing as many examples of what I'm capable of doing or what I like to do. Um, mm. So they just tend to bring their own um, vision to the table, which is fine. Right. Um, but I don't know, there's a lack of consistency in terms of what their end goal want, what their end goal is. And me being the creative and the professional, I know the steps that would take to get there. and They don't necessarily always agree or want to take the same path. Right. So until we get there and they realize that they should have listened. Like, in the first I mean? like it's one of the, yeah. Yeah, I hear that a lot. Uh, Tiff's like very interesting read, tool versus creative. I was going to say, no, sh- on that same note, um, this being that like Josh is the photographer and designer, you are a photographer and um, audio engineer. Can you speak to that client side of stuff uh, as far as like how, it, it, just to give people context, what it's like being the creative and the provider of, of services for artists, if there's artists watching and they're just, you know, they might not really understand what goes into it. How, how do you feel as far as the same questions so for Josh, like when you work with photography clients and, and um, audio clients, is there sort of any, yeah. any you know, challenges or anything that you, you deal with? Well, you both touched <clears throat> on it pretty well before. Um, like you said that uh, some people don't know the terminology and the language <clears throat> and that's the barrier that I deal with with the mixed clients. And some people um, say they want a certain <clears throat> thing but they don't describe it right. So then the descriptors get mixed up, especially with mixing. Mm. But then when Josh was talking about the, the photography, like I primarily do product photography, so I'm getting a little more direction with that. But for the most part, because my eye and my framing and the way I see shit with when it comes to primarily beer and stuff like that and other um, products I've been doing lately, but like people just trust the eye. They like what I'm doing, but I do have a, more of a, okay, so this is new food items, we want to display like seven products. We're going to have all of them seen and shit. So we want to make it like blah, blah, blah. That's the kind of direction I get with that. Yeah. But if I'm doing a photo <clears> shoot <throat> for artists or stuff like that, they usually trust me to be like, tell them how to move body position. They might expect me to have four or five locations like up my ass, like just out of nowhere. But then sometimes you have to just like, you know, get some direction and be like, hey, give me a fucking dot like point. References, reference images. Probably yeah, reference well photos, yeah. any sort of, <clears throat> like, do you want it to be, do you want it to be warm, mm. cold? Like just ask them like kind of key editing terms for photography to ask them what they, what the end result they think is. And then you can kind of reverse engineer how or where, where to shoot. Cause sometimes I can be like, I have no idea. I just want to leave it to you. Cause you've got the eye. It's like, fuck bro. Like that's, that's sometimes it's yeah, hard. That's so. also challenging too. Yeah. Yeah. And what about photography is interesting because it's like a, it's a more on the on the spot creativity <clears throat> as opposed to design. You get to sit with your laptop and kind of like brainstorm and figure the shit out on your own. Whereas like when you're on a shoot, trial and like, error, you've got to do it like, now. Oh, like, you're going to execute. Yeah, you're just like, all right. Uh, it's a lot more pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's like when you're doing a photo shoot per hour and you're out on location. Like you just and yeah, you get that pressure. Like oh well, make me look good. Like fuck. Like sometimes the sun doesn't come out or yeah. sometimes the blah, blah, blah isn't right. And yeah, so that's very challenging for sure. Right. So it's so like 
tricky. Different challenges. Kind of direction, yeah. Right for, for say, photography, be... which you're both seeing the same. And then it sounds like the design is quite similar to the audio engineering as far as the type of challenges. People don't know the terminology for design or audio and really what they want. But at the end of the day, it all sounds like the best possible scenario. I and mean, this is kind of all aimed at fellow, you know, maybe you're a musician who work with people like Notion and Josh type of thing. <coughs> um, just trying to see what some best practices where you feel. But it sounds like there's similar challenges even between audio and graphic design. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing you can do too is like, just put out more, like even in terms of your personal work, just do a lot more work that you want to get hired for. Like put out the stuff that you want to get hired for. Like if you want to get hired for portraits, then put out more portraits. But a lot of times like you could, like it's tricky because you put out a bunch of different stuff and then people just reach out to you for all of those stuff and one of those things might not be something you feel comfortable doing to charge, for example. So if you both had any tips maybe like one or two main tips for people who would be using either of three of those services photography audio or, or design what would be a tip to a potential client um to to make the process as efficient and and streamlined as possible and to sort of produce the best work from the creative side this is both probably advice to artists working with guys like you or other people like you guys other designers who would be working with with artists and stuff like what would be like because they might not not know what to ask for you know what i mean like you guys are saying the things that you want people to tell them to get yeah. the, the result that you want do you guys have any tips for for folks sure um, <clears throat> you could start Nosh. yeah um i'd say references for both audio visual references so mixing client i want to hear just say if someone's like yo i want to get some beats from you dude I want fucking soul samples, but I want some trap and I want some funk and some blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. So if I've got an, a written sort of like, I want this sort of sound, I say, okay, cool. Can you send me three to five audio examples of your favorite joints that you want me to make beats like? Or if it's a mixing client, I'd say, okay, cool. So you like, you know, uh, whoever mixes, like, you know, so Mixed by Ali does like all TDE and stuff like that. If you like that sort of stuff, send me your favorite like mixes by Ali or mixes by whoever, and I'd ask for references. So then, the more they give, the easier it is to translate what they said. Okay, so references are key. Your references um, are key. Terry, did you have uh, any other tips as well? Um, no, preparation is huge. Um, <clears throat> know what you want. Have reference photos, like as many reference photos as possible. Like the more, the better. Um, trust um trust that the person like you're reaching out to like if you're reaching out to ask for something you're reaching out for a reason and you're reaching out to me for a reason like you're not reaching out to someone else so like trust that i have one not just your vision at mind but like i also have like your best interest at mind so like i know what is going to work better than other things um just like have an open ear to at least the suggestions that i'm making and the changes that i propose and or the changes that you propose that i shut down um like i'm always going to tell you why but at least a little bit more understanding and trust as to why i've said no and that sort of stuff that's that's a, these are great responses no sorry to turn this into like a double interview it's just because this is like a nice little cross over <laughs> here um i just want to be like i can get both of your answers because they're both really great yeah. perspectives and plus oh, you yeah, two have definitely. worked together 
on multiple yeah. things as well over the years. So you guys already know how each other works whilst you're both creative. So you know, you know, you guys have a synergy. You guys are friends. And we, so, yeah, we could speak the same language <clears throat> really easily. Plus, we just vibe on a friend yeah. level too. So it was extra fun. But like, yeah, that yeah. worked really well. Did you so, ever, yeah. I wanted to ask you, Nose, then, because Josh, you made that real, and you've said this to me before about feeling like a tool for somebody versus feeling like a creative. Do you ever feel like that sometimes when people are just like, do this, but they don't care about you and your sort of input. I guess that's what I'm getting from you, Josh. That's what you're talking about. Like, but the mixing yeah. stuff, man, <clears throat> really yeah. at all, because people come to me because they like, I get, I mean, I do a lot of like hip hop and rap and soulful based. Like I do a lot of like old school kind of shit and I get that vintage sort of tape sound. And I'm like, that's why people come to me for, for that sort of vibe and, and color for the mixes or, and or masters. So, yeah. Okay, so you don't really ever feel like... So people, more so than, say, design, people come to you in the audio side already knowing they've heard your stuff and they're like, oh, I want him to do my stuff because I like the way it sounds and they're not really going to... They don't really push back in the way that, say, Josh is saying the design clients push back. Not as much. The only <clears> thing <throat> is, like, is, is like small creative decisions like uh, delay or reverb or, oh, can you, can you put delay on this word instead of that one? Or can you make fucking, it's very, very, very minor creative decisions, which are not fundamental mixing things. So I don't really get pushback from that because truth be told, like some of the clients that come or a lot of the clients that come to me, they don't really know those mixing like terms. exercises and things like that in terms as well. So it's, it's, they just trust that I know what the fuck I'm doing because hmm. I spent a lot, long time doing it. So that that's extra uh, reassuring too. But yeah. It's more smaller creative decisions like uh, the fancy stuff, reverb, delay, right. echoes, okay. and, and whatever, like, you know, more flange or more chorus or more more things, more effects, more more bells and whistles. That's it. Right. So it sounds like it aligns more with the photography that you both get, where they approve, they come to yeah. you both for your yes, style. So. Yeah. Interesting, the design. And that doesn't really surprise me. I, I never actually asked you that. And, um, just hearing that, because I always knew, uh, Josh, whenever we work together, Working with you is always a pleasure. I, I, I can't, like, I, could, I couldn't see myself working with anyone else on a serious level for any of the creative projects, the major ones that are important to me, because there's a, we keep our circle very small. Like, we fuck with, like, this one designer that's Josh. Otherwise, we just do it ourselves in-house if it's something yeah. small and insignificant that I wouldn't want to waste your time with. Um, as far as a photographer, we do it ourselves, Notion or you. That's it. Um, we have, you know, our video um, guy Rich does all of our videos and the story stuff like that and I found that um, keeping and even just in the producers that we work with are very sort of small if we do something we do a full project rather than you know like with whole thing with Clarity and you know mm. with Smokewell for my new one and stuff like that um, working with you is a pleasure for me because you understand I don't have to tell you anything you just already know what I like you understand I'm like here's the new music I like bet boom and you just nailed it like the new cover I fucking love it the point where we changed the title of the project based on your photo it was that sick yeah. and then you made the graphic elements were so perfect it looks seamless like it looks like the graphic elements were actually written on the bench like it's, it's brilliant so when you work with people on on I guess on on that sort of a level like do you is is work because we keep it so small is that important to you because i guess it sounds like you're still only working with caleb and a few other people like how important is that synergy with a, whether it's a client or somebody you know 
to the end product? Um, I think it's huge. Um, <clears throat> I would say almost so like to the point where I haven't had a bad client in a while because like I could kind of just like it's an energy thing. Like you could kind of feel the vibe and like feel how the experience is going to be from the initial like ask of wanting to hire you for whatever it is they want to hire you for. Um, <clears throat> and you could tell the people who are serious and like they they've already put a budget aside and like your price isn't gonna like scare them away and like make them uncomfortable and they're just not gonna respond after you tell them what your cost is and all that sort of stuff like you could tell the difference between people that are reaching out to you so like now like even even people like there's this um this guy that i've shot with the same guy that i did that organized the taekwondo studio and the health fitness um thing um he used a recommendation from dave actually again Dave Dunville recommended Skunder, and Skunder recommended me, and me and him have done mm. a few shoots. Me, him, and Skunder did a few shoots, and then he just started reaching out to me for a couple in the last little while. Um, so I've only known him for two years, but the experience of working with him and the energy that I receive, like he gives me full creative control. Like he also knows what he wants. Um, like we'll look at the pictures together in the moment, and he'd be like. Um, try it a little bit lower, try it a little bit higher. Or he'd say, we got it, now just freestyle and do whatever you think looks good. Um, I never have to ask him about payment, like he always pays me on time, like all those sorts of things. Um, make the experience... That's always clutch. Yeah, clutch. make the experience better. Um, and those are the kind of um, gigs and jobs that I, <clears throat> I tend to gravitate towards. And if it's, if it's like that, mm. I tend to continue taking on work from that person. If it's not, I, I, I'll say no the next time you reach out. Hmm. Okay. Because I noticed, I, I actually kind of forgot what my original question was. But what I was going to say was I noticed in working with you both for me and Nosh, like within the scope of, say, the music. And then, um, oh, you also did the original BAOS logo and photo shoot and stuff like that as well. So, like, literally, you're, and you did the original High Season logo. And the photos mm-hmm. that we were using. So, like, you know, you've been a part of every single thing we've ever done of even in a serious capacity. Um, when we worked with you with clients, I found that there was a um, you just you were you weren't as engaged, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. it seemed like an annoying process for mm-hmm. you. So it, that doesn't that was why I was asking that question was just because I'd seen that like when you like they were through high season or something just like randoms that we didn't even know like i would only send if anyone wanted stuff i'd only send you people that like i really could vouch for whereas like the clients were like oh they got money let's go and i I could tell that there was definitely and to be fair the ones i'm talking about we did not have a good synergy with including us as well so we didn't really bang. i have one in mind i can't really think about too many others but there's one specific one i have but i won't say anything the on the high season side um i the big, the big first early. one. Yeah, the early, early. Yeah. Where you, the money yeah. was low because we thought it was a good cause and it ended up being a nightmare. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, think, I feel like we're talking hmm. the Yeah, we are, we are, we are. So <laughs> I have a question from Tiff, but I also want to ask about, um, for both of yeah. you once again, about money side of stuff. Um, and then we'll get to Tiff's question and then I think we, we might move into the music stuff. But the um, for people wondering about money, whether it's like how to bring it up, what, like how how to price your shit? So a lot of people don't know how to price what I you're doing. Don't. You still don't. Okay. Let can yeah. you both notion Josh like maybe speak to how you've um, just like lol we know. <laughs> we know. Who we're talking about. Um, uh, 
Like, can you speak about your, um, how you both decide to price stuff, you know, when you decide to discount it, when you, if you do package deals, if you do, you know, corporate pricing versus independent artist pricing or, you know what I'm saying, like just sole trader. Can maybe just give people a, 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 both once again, for say artists looking to pay somebody to do this work, how does it go? And then alternatively, if there's other service providers, like creative service, you know, people like yourselves, how could they price their their, uh, their work to make it you know easy and fair? And because I think that's the one thing that stresses everybody out. Because creatives typically don't fuck with the business side too much. It's not really something that yeah, not as much as they should. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. Do you want to start? No, or you want me to start? Sure. <clears throat> um. Fucking so music. Um. People don't even know how much usual things should you know, should cost. And like, depending on your expertise and the years you put in, whether you've gone to school or not, depending on your gear, how much you've spent on all this sort of shit, that all comes in. So, so like your own gear really, like if you have a boss ass camera versus a, a piece of shit camera, you're going to have to charge accordingly. So you, you have to charge accordingly, for, you know, with, with the gear that you have. Um, and usually you just, Started. I started off with googling things and like seeing how much people charge, and then some. Some of them were just so ridiculous. It's like that doesn't even seem fucking fathomable, or like what the hell are you actually doing for fucking five grand for a whole, you know, album or or less or a couple of singles? So sometimes right. like the 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 numbers are out of control, but then, like, as technology got better and plugins got cheaper and everything like that, like, any it became more accessible. So then bedroom engineers and producers started just charging less and less and like devaluing the whole skill of learning how to fucking mix which is mm. super hard yeah. been mixing for fucking 17 years I'm sick at it now but how garbage was I at the start so you feasy like hey, come on mate you put it in the work though bro you put it same with anyway, the production so yeah. it's just like people, you're paying for experience so like especially with like now that I've got <clears> actually <throat> good gear that I spent my I saved my pennies for and whatever the fuck like the amount of hours and years and shit that i've spent it's, it's that's what you're paying for and then the, and doesn't matter if i can get it done in two minutes or two hours you're paying the same fucking price mate because if it takes me two minutes to get a song mixed which is super unrealistic but just <clears throat> for this argument's sake like it takes two minutes to get it done it took me 20 years to learn how to do it in two minutes yeah. so like that's, that's what you're paying for so that's super key you're paying for experience you're paying for knowledge you're paying for efficiency and i mean if the work speaks for itself then fuck off but right. if you've spent the money getting the, the equipment up and then you know how exactly how to use it properly, then, then the work usually attracts more and more people because, like, you know, I'll mix a one-two single for this person and they go, they hit play it to the mate, they love that shit, I do a one-two single for them and then I'm doing an EP for them next month or and then it snowballs and I'm doing albums at a time now. So I've got people coming back for whole projects rather than a couple of singles. So that's where it kind of, like, snowballs and you start getting better and better and like so yeah it, it's that's a how have you gone uh, about putting your prices up every honestly every, i've been doing it every year but i should be doing it more often because every time i tell someone that knows what the fuck's going on what my prices are they're like oh they're offended they're just yeah. like, what, what, what are you doing bro i'm like oh, okay yeah. so i definitely have a super approachable price at the moment but the things need to be rearranged because uh, in the last like year, I've leveled up like tenfold from the previous year, and it's just it's, it's crazy. So, constantly reevaluating that and seeing, you know, 
what to do there. So it's, you know, because I'm running it all myself, it's very difficult to know. And also some people don't even have the money. So you tell them these, these amounts that you're actually worth and like, fuck off, dickhead. I can get buddy down the street to do it for blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah it's like, like, go oh, get it. Like, should I show? Yeah. And so then you show them the uh, example and then sometimes you can do like in mastering, it's a little more common than mixing because mixing is a pain in the dick. Like they do shootouts. So you'd ask like three mastering engineers, like uh, just say, for example, I'm, I'm fucking rapper A and I'm following it, you two for mastering. And I'll be like, oh, okay, mate, i got fucking this song to master. And then I'll holler at Josh and go, i got this song to master. Both of you can't master it for me. I'll see which one's better. Show me a snippet of it. And you, you shoot out for the business. That's what mastering engineers do a lot, which I fucking, that's, you know, you're spending, you know, an hour to get a master right to show them a snippet to see if it's even like you're showing your ankle before, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. You're putting in a lot of work to show them a snippet. And that's that's the thing that I don't really. That's whack. That's, that's yeah, it happens a lot though, but you're dealing with like big time <clears throat> money at that point, and just for mastering only. Um, I've got a friend that deals with that, which we'll you know, talk about in future episodes. But like, yeah, that, that's a crazy part of it too. People ask you for free work all the time. The mixing engineer is undervalued as fuck. Right. And I saw this. Know, the amount of hours that everyone puts in, it's just like, whew. Um, but yeah, like I said, everything's cheaper, easier, more accessible. Everyone's learning it. People are just like, doing it with no overhead so they just drop their prices like fucking like dude race to the bottom these these outboard gear like all these units compressors and uh, eqs that you can buy thousands of thousands each like these studios are filled with like millions of dollars worth of shit hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of stuff it's just yeah it's getting undervalued heavy so that's uh a long-winded answer but that's that's the mixing side of it okay um then no that's great that's what i want to hear and josh like same thing like how do you decide um, what you charge, and then how do you decide when to when to raise it? Um, I think in the last year, I've started deciding that I'm not leaving my house for anything less than a certain amount. Okay, um, mm. I like that. So now, like, I think in the past, like, I would do shoots for like if it's like a quick shoot, like maybe I could do it in an hour, hour and a half. Like, I'd do 100, 150 bucks. Now I'm just like 250. Um, but one thing I've also realized too is that there's a whole new level or not a whole new level, a whole other level of charging for photography that I have never experienced that um, the only reason I know about is because of something NASCA posted. Um, NASCA to me. Yeah. Shouts to NASCA. He's huge and super inspirational, but he posted this thing and like licensing and photography is a big deal. And he posted this article that had um, different, invoices um for photography jobs and stuff some of it was stuff like a corporate office wanted shots of their building to hang up in their lobby and there was maybe eight shots um but they wanted digital versions of them too and they wanted perpetual licensing okay because they wanted perpetual licensing on it um this invoice came up to something like sixty seven thousand dollars and i was just like huh like, I mean, like I under like I understand the the reason to a certain extent. It's just like I, what I don't understand is how you go from here to there. Right. <laughs> like, how to like connect Because like no doubt in my mind can I take the same quality pictures. Like if, especially if the equipment's the exact same. It might look different. I'm doing it my own way still going to be good but how 
where do you find the clients that are paying this much? Pay that I, like obviously amount. it's corporate yeah. stuff. Um, but then outside of that, another license in details. I remember when I was working at Urban Barn, like I went through the the catalog book and found the art buyer's email address. Um, and one day I was working, this guy came in. You're just looking at the different prints because Urban Barn only sells Canadian artists in terms of um, wall art. Okay. And I walked up to him and she's like, oh, I, like he's looking at them really closely, like inspecting them almost. And then I asked him, he's just like, oh, I'm the photographer. And I was just like, where? You? I'm like, how does this work? He's just like, honestly, like I give them a certain amount of licenses, um, like how many times they can print it. And they give him a fat check, he sends him a high-resolution <clears throat> image, and then they get it mass-produced in China and ship it out. I am. Um, so those are the sort of things that I want to start dabbling in. Um, okay. Right. Most recently, I just got recommended to do um, a product photography shoot for Shopper's Drug Mart, actually. Nice. Um, and that was just from a guy in the city who's trying to get more black creatives into those industries because it's always That's predominantly fire. white crews. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was like a group of us, and we all sent our decks. Um, I had an hour to prepare a product photography deck and send it to him. Um, and he sent it to the head of the studio, and then they're just trying to figure <clears> out, <throat> I think, who's going to get it. But my game plan is even if I don't get it, I feel like I've impressed him enough to at least let him um, mentor um and shadow on the shoot even if i don't get it i'm just like yo can i shadow so that next time this comes up i'm at least more prepared um and then that will start because those are easily couples of thousands of dollars for those so that's the hustle you know, that's and, that, and that's the grind like, congrats bro and that's the that's the grind that people don't put in because you even thought to be like yo can i come through anyway and we'll yeah fight. well i haven't done it yet but when <clears> he responds that's the game plan if you did i love it it's beautiful um, the other thing I just want to even add to what you guys were saying about the money is once, like, what we, we were putting our prices up, say, just for high season for the social media stuff, we'll put it up every year. And as we kept getting better and better clients, as in, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, more elite clients. It's larger business, yeah. Yeah, um, we put it up. And as soon as someone pays this higher rate, that's the rate. So, like, mm-hmm. our rate is exorbitant now. Like, from what we used to charge because we have two major clients, literally one of the biggest uh, uh, companies on the entire planet, top three, top five, top three. three, Yeah. Um, As far as their worth are our client. They're paying us a a two now four person agency that started off as two. Um, And they're paying us for that shit. And as soon as they hit that rate fam, that's the fucking minimum. And we ain't doing shit for less than that. And it means that we're knocking back significantly uh, a significant volume of business, but you you start to value your worth, and I guess it's still kind of creative work that we do as well in that space. So I want to align with you guys, and, and I've encouraged you both over the years to continually put your rates up because you're both extremely skilled at what you do, and um, I feel like you both have a tendency to undercharge because you have just either wanted the business or just went didn't have that confidence. Also, we both. Um Sorry to jump in there. We both seem to have a lot of like uh, repeat sort of like close clients, like right. either mates or like you know super repeat clients yeah. that we in, when they bring us bulk shit. Like I'll give a man's a deal still. Like it's on, well, on and a that's mix good. Up, yeah, you know. So and, that's, and that's you where do. a lot of work. Yeah, and that's the thing. I feel like it, it feels right, and it's it works out well anyway because then they know what it is and it keep it. You can you can kind of lock in a 
in a solid bulk rate. That's what essentially I've done with mixing albums. Right. And then so I, I get, you know, people bringing, you know, 10, 13, 15 song albums at a time to me instead of like three singles. Or if they're in the, in the middle of, of projects, then I'll get a one, two, three singles and then just keep it the same. Just, you know, I think I have three clients that I have that uh, bulk rate like locked in there and it hasn't changed for years because they just hold it down. I hold it down. It's a good scratch back situation. Right. So that's also another way to look at it as well. Um, and plus, like, I enjoy the music that I fucks with them, so it's like a double, like, it's a double win. Yeah. It doesn't happen all the time. That's a pretty ideal situation for both. But uh, that that can happen. If people bring bulk, then, then men's get love. Right. I love that. Whether, so it's, whether it's mixing or photography, I'll do a break on, on either, but the, it has to be worth it. And that's what I have been, like, you know, being more conscious of and, and working around the, the numbers and the, the efficiency with the effort, you know? No, I love it. Weighing it out, you know, so, yeah. So you're always going to look at that as well. Like, you know, do you yeah. want to turn somebody away by getting that or is there a future benefit by charging less but there's going to be a lot over time and they might recommend new clients to you where you're making back that money and then some. That's a trade-off. So, yeah. it, you know, it kind of can work yeah. out. Um, Tiff had a question I want to put to both of you. She said, what's your favorite kind of shoot and what's the worst, for example, wedding shoots? So as photographers, favorite and least favorite uh. type of shoots? Stuff. Um, I would imagine yeah. wedding would suck assholes. I could not imagine that. I've done, well, very, I've very done one wedding. You've done a couple. Yeah, I've done a couple. I did right? one, maybe. <laughs> and one what were you both just like, yes, and like, okay, that was fun, never again, or what was well, your... I did. I did the homies wedding. Oh, that's... Just in a plane. That, so, was, that was honestly a genuine good time. Unfortunately, it was during COVID and things. Only 30 people in the backyard in Markham out there represent, represent, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh. <laughs> But um, it was like, it was cool. But like I was still, you know, 35 degrees in a fucking suit, bending down, taking clicks, and it was it was definitely hard work, but it was pleasure because it was my absolute family, so that was cool. Um, so that would be like I, that was my first wedding. I'd done engagements and stuff. That's that that would be <clears throat> stressful because if you miss the moment, it is gone. gone. That's, that's the stressful part. It's yeah. like fuck. Okay, what are you gonna do? So then product shoot soft. You can just rearrange it. You can and sometimes. Only stress with product shoots if you're doing like beer or you're doing food. If you eat it or you drink it, sometimes you can't replace it. Fuck. Yeah. That's the only other issue with that. Otherwise, it's soft. Okay. Yeah. Um, for me, weddings, weddings, um, weddings are like a double edged sword because it's the one shoot to me that would feel like work. Um, every, other feels shoot, like work. every other shoot would just feel like I'm being creative and I'm having fun, right. um, doing what I'm passionate about. Uh, weddings would you'd, you'd have it'd be like back to design again you'd have direction you'd be like be there be here be here be there. wear this and like you like all that sort of stuff like you're being told where to be and um, what to shoot and when to shoot it however um, it is a a completely staged um, arena for you to just be creative in which is also amazing like it's nice to have stuff properly and professional <laughs> stage and you can just walk shoot around, around and shoot in it everything's like, beautiful yeah yeah because everything's beautiful like it's kind of like you can't face your camera in a, in a direction where it won't look mm. um so that's a cool part which is why like i like i would do i would do um a second assistant camera or something for a wedding um, and then that, the that, main uh, camera does all the main shots and then I can just float around for the entire day and take whatever I think is mm, cool. Like I'd do that. That's um, fun. 
But in terms of the best shoots for me, like, I'm going to talk about the ones that I've done because I don't know about others, but the ones that I've done that I've really enjoyed is live music. Um, like going on tour with artists was fucking phenomenal. A lot, a lot of work, but super fun. Shooting concerts, super fun. Being in a photo pit, there's nothing like it. Um, and then my the stuff that I've done for my aunt, like the fashion photography and the models and the, the dresses and stuff, that also again, hard to shoot something that doesn't look good because she has makeup artists, she's hiring professional models and she has really cool clothing. Right. Um, and it's in the Caribbean. So everything's colors cool. and yeah. everything Why is yeah. just like, it's, it's like a walk in the park. Um, but yeah, those, again, <clears throat> landscape and travel photography is always going to be something that I just do because it's, it's how I got into it. Right. Architecture, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so no, Danny, Danny, mate. Yeah, mate, you're good. Yeah, it's like every time we used to come to Montreal, and we'd always be walking all of a sudden, what's Josh? You're like, it's all right, let's keep going, I'll catch you. And you'd be like <laughs> yeah. taking a picture of a hummingbird and a flower yeah. or some bullshit. And that's everybody I'm with at all times. Like, yeah. my camera, like I've all, I've had to repeat that sentence so many yeah. times, I can't even repeat it. I'm like, oh, he, he gets it. He'll, he'll always catch up. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, always. I'm also one of the fastest walkers too. Like everyone you know, says play. I walk too fast, so. I didn't say you walk too fast at all. I think uh, walk you, just right. You're too. also a fast walker. Yeah, that's why everyone gets mad at me. Yeah, you're well. also a fast walker. But every single person, like, I walk with Winston, mm -hmm. and Winston would, like, get left behind and, like, like jog every couple of you steps just to catch just up to where I'm at. <laughs> Some people are just a little bit more chill, or I don't know, I don't know why. Maybe it's like that city sense of urgency where you just go, yeah, I don't let's know fucking why. go. What do you want to do? Like my dad does. He walks fast uh, too? Yeah, I don't know. I love yeah, it. he's super fat. Um, no, this is great. I feel like I, I hope that that part, anyway, like I wanted to sort of not only just get into what you do, but I want to sort of paint that picture for people to mm -hmm. show them like what, you know, what it's like on the other side of, you know, from the creative side no, and the challenges. Cool. So I hope people um, get into that. Uh, Sean's saying here, I can definitely say whatever I've heard from Notion has always been proper. I agree. Notion stuff, actually, even just on this EP, the one you just did the um, cover for, every mix I've even and this is what's been interesting about watching the growth of say fucking glasses of you and Nosh is that um, when as as you've gone along you guys have just got better and better and better all the time and it's really interesting see these last lot of mixes hi Nosh um, that hey mate got, I was just saying Sean that. Sean said uh, you're right um, he said everything he's heard from you has been proper I was just saying it's cool to oh, watch you both grow guys. like both of your photography just get better and better and better um Notion your mix is like the last EP. I bet there was barely any, like, most of them were just, you wouldn't even send us a mix. I'm like, yep. They wouldn't even change anything probably 85% of the time. Which is. Yeah, thanks, man. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Uh, but this leveling up recently has been fucking insane. And uh, I don't know. Everything's getting a lot easier. I've been getting less and less revisions from clients. And that's um, what I was saying before, like, not to mm -hmm. fucking brag or nothing. Like, I usually get a lot of. Um, initially a lot of volume adjustments or creative stuff like reverb and delay, but like, yeah, things have gotten a lot tighter. So it's, it's, it's sick. It signifies the growth of both of you. Cause even like just the last couple of covers you did for me, like I'm pretty sure I was barely any changes both times. Like, yeah, if, if anything. More. So I just feel like the more, yeah. because I've worked with you both two of the longest running uh, creators I've ever consistently worked with. Um, it's, it's been really cool to see you guys like, and because of that long-running partnership, so I definitely encourage people to form relationships with people that they 
uh, yeah. with fellow, you know, whether it's whatever sort of discipline you're doing, if you have to work with the creative in some shape or form, like if you can form really good relationships and keep them over time, you're just going to do, you know, you think of all, if you think of, um, say, I don't know, musician, I don't know why this one comes to my head, like Snoop and Dre or like Justin Timberlake with Pharrell and Timberland. They yeah, keep long, going back to the same people for a reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I find that like that's what we've done. And keeping the circle small has made mm-hmm. the quality of the work consistent, but not only consistent, I feel like it's continually getting better because every every one of us are constantly um, improving growing and growing together. And then we get to know each other better and better, obviously, over the years. And you don't even yeah. need to think. And you've got this like synergy, like you were saying earlier, uh, Josh, as far as when you work with someone, you just like it just clicks. I'm like... Yeah. it was just so easy and there's like so I definitely encourage people to do that because that's why it's sort of people would reach out you know, oh, 100% wanting to work. I think like, that's a huge part of why Drake had as much success as he had 100% him and Floyd and his team is you know, keeps the circle small yeah. and the close team now that's not to say don't work try and work with more people but if you got a key group and you can just sort of like dabble like I think that's cool but the, the dabbling is fun because you always need to you never know you might vibe with somebody else that can kind of fit in nicely to this yeah. nice circle of people but if you've got these close people, like I, I just I when can't. When something works, try and build from it. Exactly, yeah. I think that's the real message we're trying to get to here. Um, so that was super uh, fire from you boys. How you guys all feel about getting into some uh, fucking all the shit ton of music we got? Fucking swear, already. Right. 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 There's a bunch we got to right. skip. Why, mate? Bunch of shit in here, eh? All right. So what do we start with? Do you want to start for the notions gap time or? Uh, I'm, you know what? Sure, knock it off. Let's fucking go. Let's get into it, mate. Do this. Notion gap time. It. Fucking. Hey, so, by the way, Terry, okay, so- you don't all have to. Not everyone has listened to everything. It's just more like pretty much one of us should comment. Listen to everything. Mm-hmm. If you've heard it, we comment. If you haven't heard it, then it's not a big deal. It's just more that there's so much shit. Summarize and TLDRs um, as the kids oh, tell you, mate. And, and we have a rating as well. So every time you got to pick. Uh, uh, a, a measuring stick to rate it with. For example, sometimes we like right. four Tim Hortons coffees out of five stars, or like a maple syrup <laughs> jar, or uh, four spliffs. I think Notion used last week. So yeah, think no, about no, it. you have no, to tell no. right now. So think something preferably funny because you can, and then you can change the scenario. So you can be like four lukewarm double doubles out of five, whatever. So it's always out of five? Out of five, whatever the things are, and then you can change the scenarios to represent how you feel about it. Yeah. So like, if it's fine, like, you know, I'd say like five, you know, five fucking oat milk lattes from my favorite cafe with beautiful there you go. Uh, latte art and pumpkin spice because it's the season, you know, something like that <laughs> to like show that means I really bang with it, which is probably what Baby the Butcher's album is going to get this week. So Ooh. like... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do third wave coffees actually now. So that, fuck that. So yeah, think, think about cool. something as we go to want to plant that because Dan always reminds us because we always forget. And that makes it a little bit more fun as we go through the music. So, right, no shoes gap time. Get into it, son. Da-da-da-da gap time. <laughs> right? Okay, so I listened to um, some Hot 97 freestyles. I saw Funk Flex, the old duck, sitting on the, on the corner. Okay. Uh, I think it's called Block Work. Okay. Uh, is the series where he's sitting outside, social distancing, mask on. They've got an outside crew, fucking DJ, sound thing, whatever. So there was two that I watched um, that I hadn't seen before. We haven't talked about it previously. Don't no. know why. Here we are. Um, Papoose was on it. As you know, he's like, you know, rapidly super rap. solid, good rapidly rap uh, cypher man. It yeah, was yeah. cool. 
But I think being outside and having people around and like outside influences and trucks and helicopters in New York City environment sounds really fucked it up. It was like boring. Papoose was like not on it. Usually when he's in the studio, he's locked in. He's like, you know, he does like alphabet raps. Anyway, it was great. And he was This one was boring. I'll give it three out of five bags of Skittles, fam. I know you can't, may not have seen that, whatevs. Uh, the second one, which was newer, yes. there's a rapper named Sosa Geek. He's yeah. a young boy. I've seen um, heard of him. I yeah. don't think I've I've never seen Is he anything a trap or heard anything about it. Yeah, so. Oh, so you know he's going to be shit. <laughs> <sighs> no, Alex, so, some of these dudes are sick, but like, don't make them rap on Funk Flex. There's a very big difference. No, you have to be a lyricist. To be on these type of shows, like don't be mm-hmm. the melodic rapper because you're gonna sound like a clown. Like those type of rappers belong yeah, on a yeah. beat and they're sick and they so, have their place. Just was, don't. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Sorry. No. Sorry. It was just, wait, mate. It was just like okay. <laughs> so he's on flex. He's sitting there and he's you know he looks the part. He's all cool. Yeah, he looks cool. And yeah, so he starts talking about flex is like yo. So how you get on sun or whatever the fuck. And so Sosa's like. Oh, yeah, no, Drake or whatever was on talking about Instagram. And he's like just acting, trying to act all nonchalant. It sounded it sound like it was a whole scripted thing that he's told him to do on the fly. And, he, and he, it sounded like really forced and weird. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about that. And then he freestyled and it was absolute trash. I was so bored. Was it was actual freestyle or um, written? Now he's spitting bars. Yeah, to another beat that didn't seem to fit the best. Okay. So I give this one a 1.5. I give it two bags of Skittles and all the all your favorite two of your favorite flavors are missing. Whatever that happens to be. <laughs> I was gonna say the bags of Skittles sound wet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah wet, wet bags of Skittles. Or you found them like at the bottom of your backpack. And <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and when you pick one out, like half the colors like yeah. faded. Oh, it's got water in it. Oh, wet yeah, up, the, like, I know the ones. Shit oh, bag boo. of Skittles. Boo. So right. geek. Boo. So dude. Trash. Probably right, a nice bloke. Trash, trash raps. My boo. Bags. Next. Next, um, this was the best part of my little discoveries that wasn't like, didn't want to fucking chuck it in the music section. section because it perfect. Was... I think this should be what your shit is, is putting stuff like okay, this cool. in your side. A few... All right, cool. I'll, I'll add more to this next time. That, yeah. I, that are, there are a few that are in the thing that I added that should have been here. Whatevs. Uh, Cook and Soul um, producer from Cali, I believe. Um, usually primarily a soul sample producer he's yes. fucking <clears throat> awesome eclectic on some like grammatic shit he's really cool he's another producer anyway cook and soul did a mashup sort of album um with action bronson there's a number of producers that do this like um knowledge and stuff like that they grab freestyles from people so knowledge did one with meek mill i believe a few weeks a bunch of months ago episodes mm. ago we talked about that so cook and souls grabs a bunch of action bronson oh, freestyle i remember now and put them over beats yes. right yes 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 and then it's interesting the video is funny video one is of action bronze's previous videos that we talked about in a couple of episodes ago where he's done the the, the, the body face swap thing and no the strong men it was with the strong men strong men yeah, yeah from the, the 90s footage um so they've done a little mashup together so cook and soul beats action bronson raps face swap stuff bunch of freestyles over cook and soul beats and random footage fucking awesome all right I'll give that four and a half bags of Skittles. You spilled a couple because nothing's perfect. All right. <laughs> I like that. Well, that was Notion's Gab Time this week. Make some noise. Now it is time for Dan's UK Corner in it. Hey, wait, party noise. In it. In it. 
I know, no, do you know, I'm gonna give it we got the Glockenspiel. Glockenspiel. No, it's it's like a, it's like that. Yeah, you hear it on the other thing. Um, all right, Dan. yeah, um, a rapper Avril Indol. She was on one of the songs. I remember her from last week on the on the Posse Cut. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, she released a Daily Duppy, obviously the freestyle sort of on thing the, on the GRM. Or whatever yeah, it was, uh, and it was actually quite hard. Like, yeah, I don't she really goes, fuck about music, but then well, hard, well, hard. It's yeah, actually she's, she's kind of hard too. Right? She's, remember. she's uh, I mean, just very have a look. She's a bit all right. She's a bit hood. Yeah, she's hood because she's got like green hair, but she's yeah, yeah. She's, she's no, right. she's no like a mighty season, but she's alright. Yeah, oh, she's not yeah. no right now. But no, what's your like, name? Ivorian doll. Yeah, if you check the text that I sent you, it's at the bottom. Yeah, of, yeah so you can actually hit the link there. But yeah, when I first heard it, I started. I was just like, oh, I don't, I don't want to actually hear her rap and all that. But then it was like when she got into it and the flow was like actually hard. I was like, oh shit, that's, she's actually. That's right. a cool video with all the moving shit. Yeah, that's this. Jaron uh, yeah. Daly do this daily duck and it's got all of that. When you hear like punchlines, they yeah, all come they put up all the like, shit. It's, it's actually fucking cool. That'd be a lot of work, but it's dope. Yeah, but yeah, this one I'll give a no. I'll give a four four bowls of poutine. Oh, like a bowl, like okay. a bowl, like a. <laughs> but is it like? Did, I know, right? <laughs> did, did, is it customized with like all it's, the different? It's stuff? got your own whatever cheese curds you prefer. And okay. Little mystery. Yeah. You can But you can also add. Huh? I've only ever had one kind of cheese curds on poutine. Well. I think because Dan's only had one or two poutines, yeah. but I haven't taken you to Poutineville yet because that shit where you can customize it. So you can add, there's like a list. You can add hot dogs, little slices of beef, smoked meat, <laughs> bacon, ham, any vegetable you can think of, different what? types of gravy. So no you can get creative. So basically think of anything that you like and um, uh, go and, go chuck and, it on. and chuck it on, um, which is bad. Next. Beauty, uh, yeah. a rapper called C Biz. He um, he's been in UK scene for a while. He's like a proper rapper, rap you rap sort of rapper. Um, he's quite good. Uh, he released a song called Obsession, okay. which was uh, really interesting. Very uh, unlike him because he's like really hood, uh, flashy, guns, uh, chains, and shit. But he's like, it's just kind of like deep. No, oh. he's not. Di- he's not true. It's more grime. Oh, oh no, it's more like UK rap. He's not not true. C Biz. But uh, yeah, it's more of a yeah. deep sort of uh, a meaningful song, which is quite different from him. But it was, nice. it was good. It was good. Um, not really much to say on this one. It's like you know, it's a, just a very different sort of vibe to his Fair. usual music. Okay. But um, beats beats fire. Yeah, the beats hard. But this one, I'll give a well hard, well hard, well hard, well hard. And I'll give him three and a half yeah. bowls of poutine. Yeah. With I'll second that skittles. Oh skittles with um with skittles on top. Oh, poutine skittles. skittles on top. That's a joint review. That's I like that because yeah, that's, that's an interesting. That's, that's an absolute right. right. Well done, boys. That's beautiful. <laughs> um, skittles on top. <laughs> next, next, uh, a rapper called Notes released a song called One More Time. I believe it's with AJ Tracy. Uh, I listened to it today. The video is pretty cool, but the actual song itself is very. It's if you're in UK, you'd know that Notes and AJ Tracy are just very commercial. Okay. And it's just like anything with Age of Tracy is commercial, but anything with Age of Tracy and Notes is like you're Action. just gonna hear that on the radio tomorrow. Okay. So it's it's, it's not it's not like a banger. Uh, Notes is really good as a feature. It's kind of like how Ty Dolla Sign is sick as a feature, but like you wouldn't just his own sort of projects. Yeah. It's the same with Notes. Like Notes is a sick feature, but <clears> you know when it's his own song, it's kind of meh. And you're exactly who you're talking about. It's ludicrous. It's like yeah, yeah it's yeah. them sort of rappers. But, um, a bit. I get it. I'll, I'll give it a. 
two and a half bowls of poutine. Where but the, like, from yeah, the, it's, look, I just watched the video. I skimmed through it. Looks pretty cheese ball thing. Like they they, they yeah, mad cheese into the yeah, video. Yeah. It's got a cornball slant oh, to that's it. That's where we go at. Maybe there's too much cheese in the poutine. Yeah, it's too, and much they didn't cheese. Melt. too much cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, didn't melt. Yeah, that's the worst. You, you know the, the ones that you like, get from the like random chicken farts the night of or a oh. bad shit the next day. Oh yeah, yeah. you know the ones. You know the fucking AGP. No, AGP is after grog poutine instead of after bog. Australian reference. Well, after poutine bog. After poutine bog. A P B. Yeah. Flipping out. Flipping out. Getting deep with it. Getting deep, boys. Getting deep. Love it. Next. Rapper called M Honcho releases a song with a rapper called Nave Smalls. Yeah. That's familiar. I feel like we talked about it one more time. I think Nave Smalls. I don't think he's from England. Let me check. I don't know. Sean gave me these ones that are in here. You didn't put it in here. I did. Yeah, I added one extra one tonight, so I don't even know if you got to it. The uh, very last one. Is it? Oh, shit. No, I didn't see this one. Yeah. I actually want to listen to that one, actually. I think it's interesting. Jamie's sick. So. The, na- the, laugh, uh, the name Nafe Small sounds familiar. I feel like he might He's have... been on a song with Skepta. He's been on a song with D-Block Europe. Like, he's pretty yes. big. Like. Mance is out here. But um, this song is okay. Like, I don't really... I'm not a big fan of M. Hunter's music. He's like a singer sort of rapper, that sort of... So this is this is Nick Smalls. Oh, that's a dude. Yeah. Sure. This is Shit. M. Honcho. He's yeah. never taken off his mask before. Oh, really he's weird. one of those dudes. But he's like really weird because uh, he said the n-word in his music videos before, but then people don't know if he's actually black. Because oh. we, they, we've seen pictures on Twitter where people like zoom into his hands that's and shit. To try and see. And he's like tan sort of color. Everyone's like, but well, you don't look black. So, uh, <laughs> so how are you saying? So that? how are you saying it? But you know he's not cancelled yet. Off. So okay. So as soon as he takes it off, and as soon as he takes like... it off, and you found out he's like, I don't know. His no, name's, his name's Steve. And <laughs> yeah, Italian. Steve. I know. No. All right. You know, I'm not a big fan of M. Hunch's singing sort of rap, and this Nate Smalls is a similar rap where he just sings in it. So, okay. You know, I'll give I'll give that two bowls of poutine. That's from the night Cold. before. Cold. Cold. You didn't yeah. even reheat it. Wow. You didn't even bother. You're just so hungry. You love fuck it. Yeah, it's whatever. You know it's fuck trash. It. You know it's dead no anyway. Microwave. It's not gonna save it. <laughs> I like it. Next. Next. Uh, rapper called Blueface. Well, obviously Blueface. Blueface released a song with J1, which is really weird because J1's not even a big rapper in the UK. So they just, they, what they did is they paid for the feature. They must have. They put the money up and they were like, all right, mm-hmm. let's get a guy who had one fucking song like one two years song. ago and that just keeps coming up. Ride the coattails, isn't it? Yeah, and look, I'm not against that. I just find that I don't, man. I I don't like Blueface can't rap. To oh me. no, yeah, yeah, you're right. He's not. He's not, he's not a like sick rapper. Look like a good solid move. No, like I feel like it's like too. I mean, there's not. You can't always get the dudes when they're hot because not everyone has whatever fifty hundred grand for the feature, yeah. right? He's but, not hot at all, Blueface anymore. He's just no. He's, he's around. Just there. He's in the famous realm now. He's just yeah. Not he's just doing around. Anything. So like he, they'll get the view. They'll make their money back probably in YouTube and Spotify plays mm-hmm. just from getting him on the track. I'm sure. But the song itself, uh, I believe the plug is a producer and he's pretty famous in the UK, but his song was trash. It's terrible. J1 is one of the worst. He's got to be probably the worst UK artist right now. He is terrible. Savage. Like, honestly, like I would never, ever want to listen to his music again. He's Shocking. terrible. Oof. I remember there was this YouTube video where like a bunch of UK like YouTubers reviews like music. Somebody like threw their headphones up as soon as J1 came out. Oh, like, yeah, it was yeah, terrible. Yeah. Terrible, but this one, I'll, okay. I'll give them one bowl of poutine. One, bowl. one which bowl was poutine. probably found on the street. You saw oh, the homeless man eating. Homeless person ate from that, from that but you were just so hungry, yeah. you thought, you know what? I take it out of the bin almost. Like, yeah, yeah, just like, you know what? I needed it. But All right. no one needs this song. No one needs it. It's yeah. done. Cancel. Terrible. Okay. 
I love it. Next, uh, Digga D released a song called Chingy, which is very... weird. Yeah, it's not what Digga D sort of does. It's very... Because you've listened to some of his songs before. It's like proper grimy, proper drill that goes in on the beat. And it's like, sounds very different. It's not the sort of song that he'd usually make. Okay. The video, this is the first time I've seen actually. It's, you know, him partying, you know, it's nothing that... In COVID. In COVID, you know. But... <laughs> Every time I see a video with like 30, 40, 50 people, I'm like, you guys are fucked. They don't care. They don't care. No masks, no nothing. No. But the, the song's not the best at all. Uh, not really much to say about that one. That oh, one really? there. You know, I'll have to get two bowls. Two bowls poutine. Two bowls, just standard. It's just standard, you know, you got it from the local chicken shop. Not oh. really that good at all. Even I, if you microwave it. Even if you microwave it. Not that good. <laughs> uh, Sean just said Blue Fave oh. kind of fits the UK flow in some ways, but still was dookie sauce. It was actually the most on beat I've ever heard Blueface though. To be fair, that is very oh, true. I've actually no, yeah, I just realized yeah. that. Yeah. Just, he was so actually on beat. Yeah, man, I can't handle this because I no, just no. Fucking challenge. Fuck it. All right, next, next. Uh, <laughs> a rapper called Tana released a song called Archie. Uh, I've never heard of Tana. Uh, the video is interesting. Literally just watching it now. But um, the song was just quite annoying. Yeah, it wasn't I think I remember sick. This like it was just very annoying. Rubbing on still. It's just like, I just wanted to turn it off as soon as it was on. Okay. Thing. It's not as bad as the J1 thing, but it's not getting above a two. So I'll probably give it one and a half bowls, you know. That one, probably not from a homeless man, but he found it on the street and you just don't know what happened to it. And you're just looking around, no one saw you, so you just ate yeah, it. Yeah, like, just now, now. You know, you just, you just thought, fucking, I'm just yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that was it's not, not a good week for the UK. Not no, yeah, honestly, week. pretty week, 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 especially in comparison to last week where it was. And yeah, last week was killer, sick. But um, okay, uh, next. I didn't actually listen to this song, so I guess we could. I we only just put it there. He sent it to me like two hours ago, like just before. Ah, oh, okay. So, so listen, listen to it. Yeah, but um, I don't know who Yizzy is, but Jamie, one of my favorite UK Skepta's brother, Skepta's little brother. Um, but I don't know. I'm gonna assume nice it's gonna be my brother. I'm gonna assume it's gonna be good. Okay, so, so we can, can check for that. So, uh, boom. All right, that was uh, Dan's UK coordinate. There we go, there we go. All right, now it's just on to the regular ass music. Let's steamroll this hoe. All right, let's fucking go. So, the first one was The Home Girl, the, the Cash Me Outside Girl. Bad Baby is back with a new song called Next. Do it. <laughs> I was going to say, you're calling her a home girl? <laughs> no, I was, I'm being way too nice. Should I even bother or not? It was... Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't listen to it. First. It was I didn't whack mean to be she, rude. Yeah. I was just trying to. It was like she just fascinates me because I just cannot oh, believe man. that she has a career. And I forgot her. I forgot that sample. Yeah, those ones perplex. Yeah, it's it's very strange. And she sampled something like the, the song samples. I forgot what it was. Something other. Oh, that come on ride the train from like the nineties or whatever. You can ride it. Yeah, that one. And it's like I, I don't know. If you like her, you're probably for like 13, 14, So I guess you wouldn't be watching this. Yeah. One. So <laughs> all right. yeah. one soggy slice of money. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Okay. No, I'm gonna give that like uh, I was gonna because I'm doing mine out of third wave cups of coffee. I'm gonna give that like one um, like drip coffee that like is co- right. cold and it's the last one at the end of the day. I would, if I was so the coffee, you should like grab a fucking skewer and poke a hole in the bottom of and it, and just let it drip out. So then, by the yeah. time you sit, okay, where's it gone? Yeah, that's what you should do. So <laughs> like my, mine's fucking so like give it one bag of Skittles and you yep. slash the bottom and like chuck it out every like pick up the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're fucking seeing sorry. Now you're yeah, right. you're I'm, right. such a, I'm such a cunt. That's sorry. all right. That's all right. Uh, wah, 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 wah. Right next. Um, 
Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist dropped a video for Babies and Fools with Conway. Did I see this? Fire. I think I did. I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah, it's always fire. Anything song, like- the song uh, was cinematic. Alchemist, boom. You know, good. If you listen, if you didn't watch the video, you know, cinematic, regular shit they do. And the video was just like them in a strip club, like, and just doing some stunting. It was didn't fit at all. Yeah, I feel like I didn't even... A, a little bit, a little bit, you know, lyrics crossed over, but otherwise it was just like... Mm. Yeah. Um, song was fire, video, okay, standard, but I like the song better than the video. Yeah, same. I might give it four, four nice oat milk lattes with nicely tidy latte art. Nice tidy. That's yeah. cool. I agree. Yeah, give it four bags of skits. Fucking yeah. uh, all even... Distribution. Of the colors, distribution. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Make sure man's got an even thing. So I like that. And there's five... And so some, there's some half pieces in there. Okay. Okay. I like okay. that. I like All that. Right. I like All it. Right. Um, did anyone else hear it? I uh, listened to it, yeah. I listened to it. It was mm. good. It wasn't um, anything too crazy. Like, no. I actually listened to most of the project that they're releasing, the Freddy Gibbs and Alchemist. Um, yeah, the, the stuff I'm afraid of, isn't it? Um, or is it a new one? I thought it was no, old. I think it's a new I one. I thought it was from the old song, but it's a new uh, uh, they're just continuing. Actually, no, no, videos. no, it's a new video. South Alfredo, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I give that three and a half uh, bowls of Putin, just standard scale three. You don't think it's bad? Don't think it's bad. It's just you know, you get what you order. All right, I like that. I think we're on the same page. Uh, next, Benny the Butcher dropped the, I believe, uh, I guess the first video from his album that we're going to get to shortly, um, called Legend. So he did a whole album with Hip Boy, which uh, is my album Super of the good. week. Super um, good. This video was sick. True. It was cool. I like it. It's very, very uh, confident saying he's a legend now, um, yes. which is arguable. I don't think any I, – I someone tweeted, I think it was yesterday or the day before, like who had the best run this year, and I would say Benny or Conway. And if I had to choose, I would say Benny because of the extraordinary amount of very solid features. Um the song is solid. The video was cool. Nothing crazy. I felt like it got a bit boring. Like there's only a few scenes they kept going between. But like obviously it's COVID. You can't do so much because it seemed like there's still a lot of mans where they were anyway. But I'll give that a solid four and a half uh, pumpkin spice lattes. They're great. Solid. Yeah, no, I enjoyed that one. Did you hear that? No, sh- Dan? Love that shit. Yeah, man. Fucking four, four. In four and a half bags of skits, uh, with a couple of extras in there, like a couple of extra, you know, you know, the more than the regular amount, like you know, you know, when like the machine fucks up, yeah, you get a little extra (laughs) sprinkle, get one of those, yeah, yeah, I know, I know the fucking vibes, I know the vibes, all right, I don't know, unless you worked at the factory, I don't know, I'm just (laughs) fantasizing, nah, I'll give that four four bowls of poutine. Well, extra, extra hot gravy on a cold day. Oh, that's you know, good. Yeah, nice. steam it, steam it. Steam it. But yeah, skits on the Extra hot gravy on a cold day? Yes. Solid. Yeah, I got the feels on that one. That was a good review, dude. <laughs> yeah. Solid. I like that. Is that Masorum, you reckon? It fucking is, dude. Look, nice. check it. Nice. Yep. These ones, because yeah, you don't know. have to really Ooh. take the photo, because I paid for it, so don't worry so much. If you want to, you can, but you don't have to. No, I got um, I got. Oh, you got it? Like got, got clicks, got clicks. Okay. Got, idea, right. got ideas for it anyway, trust right. me. I respect and admire that. Got artwork and things in the back. Don't worry. You're gotcha. fucking mad dog. All right, boom. Next, there's actually Next. two Benny videos that were put here, but neither of them worked, and it doesn't really matter because yeah, I don't think they're... Yeah, so like, I don't know. I can I, even find them after. Yeah, I think they got taken down. I think they someone... 
yeah, I think someone put them um, up first and then they got taken down. But they're, oh, they're not singles anyway. They're on the album, so we'll get to that. Um, my, one of my favorite UK artists, Santino La Saint, dropped a deluxe version of his EP called Blue Pill. I'm really happy because we're doing a deluxe version of my EP that drops next month, and I think it's hilarious because no one else had done it before, and I tweeted about it. People were like, so what? What's a deluxe EP? Like an album? I'm like, yeah, I guess so, but fuck you, it's a deluxe EP. This is dope. Hey, marketing, bitch. Exactly. About it. Say what you it's want. Book house. Exactly. So this was this was great. This was solid. Um, I guess it was only like a four track, and he made it like seven. The new songs are great. Uh, you got some other big features. Sure. I didn't know who the artists were, but they all had like you know hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of spins on Spotify. But I enjoyed it. Smooth. It's very much for like it's, I feel like it's all just like not fuckboy music, but like it's always sort of dark, a little bit depressed, and a little bit like all those like girl songs that she did this and blah 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 like type of thing. Is always those little like stories and shit that typically only fuckboys would get into. So I would give that. I love this guy. I'm give it five. Perfectly temperature, third wave pumpkin spice lattes with maybe like pumpkin Five latte. Pumpkins? You wouldn't switch it up with like different ones. Well, that's like it's full, so I'm just kind mm. of rocking that. And fair enough. If you go to a third wave cafe, you can't really get much else. You get like a plain one, and if only some of them do it. So I'm trying to be authentic to the game, but I respect what you say. What up? Uh, did give it that uh, fucking four bags of skits, right? Ooh. What about like perfect, the ones with the sprinkles consistency, on? But only based. I'll go for a like it's mm. up close to five. Okay. Like a split, like a like a split bag of the fifth one. A couple spilled out, gotcha. but only because the repetitive themes in the R and B sort that's of like fair. in the writing and stuff. That's the only thing that doesn't like doesn't give me a massive stiffy that mm. stuff because we've heard it. We're old, but not you know. Not fucking. I just want to get want to get surprised a little more, mm. a little repetitive. Otherwise, absolute fire. Beats crazy. Everything else is crazy. That's a really good point. A little, a little repetitive. I I think that's true. Through yeah. his music, it really is. That's a great point. Dan, do you hear this one? Yeah, yeah, I listened to it. Oh, um, sick. Like the there was a song called like it was labeled like a freestyle. Yep. The end. Such a good song. Like such a. I think this whole album's like well, the EP is sick. Um, I'd give it like four and a half bottles of poutine. Some chili flakes on it. Yeah, couple chili sick. flakes. Big bit more garlic on it. Okay. Fully, perfectly oh, melted dude. cheese. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like you know that. Cheese one. I don't know. Yeah, I think we have to. Nice. We have to get yeah, some. Yeah, shit. Man's <laughs> about to. Man's about to get on Uber Eats right now. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna fucking um, jump on. We should get sponsored by Skip Dish, eh? Like that'd be so much easier. Oh, like give us food. Like sit there just munching out. Terry, did you hear this one? No, I didn't. Okay, no problems. Next. Now we're kind of getting more into the singles. Uh, someone by the name of Reggie Snow did a track with the Queen, Snow Allegra, and someone called Cam Obi called Mirrors. Yeah, Snow is uh, Snow's the, Snow is fire. The God, I'm, I love her. She's held, the that, held that track down yeah. mostly. Yeah, she did. Every, anything she's on, she dominates. Nobody can touch her. Uh, I was supposed to see her in April. Uh, all gone, huh? All gone. All gone. gone. No shows. Stay at home fucking. Just shut up and... We should have just like holograms in our houses now. Damn, she's dull was that shit. Um, oh, yeah, this is a great song. Um, I don't really know much about the other artists, but I, I was cool. I give a solid four for yeah. uh, for, four for, for coffees, four bags. Yeah, four bags. Dan, did you get one? Yeah, I was just listening to it again to make sure I remember it. But yeah, it, it was good. Cool. Solid, solid. Three and a half. You know. Yeah. N- nothing uh, t- 
too special in my opinion. Yeah. Being there just uh, to pull pull Putin. Yeah. yeah. Something I, you'd imagine in your head if you think of just a normal Putin. There's like no standard. It's standard. Right in the middle, but it does a trip. Okay. Yeah. Little. I like it. No sauce. No sauce. Terry, did you hear that one? Big gravy. Yeah. No, I liked it. I'd give it four nicely toasted slices of pizza. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Like well done. Like thin, well done thin crust. Yeah. The ones where you oh. don't microwave it. You put in the toast yes. oven so the cheese gets bubbly again. Ooh, yes. yeah. bubbly, yeah. bubbly again. Double bubble cheese. Yeah, so I know the fucking need. vibes. I know if, if you can have a cheese thing. Ooh, pizza slices are a good one. It's a good one. Good one. Good one. Good one. Good one. All right, boom. Next. Now, Next. if y'all are ready for oh, the I'm God, ready. we're bringing it back. You oh, know what? Shit. Now this means that there's an album coming. The fucking God, Stratford, Ontario, the King of Canada. Justin motherfucking Bieber, he came back with a new single called Lonely with a bloke called Benny Blanco, who I'm not particularly familiar with. This was a cool song because it was kind of a bit of a poor me being famous, but it was it was like, I feel like he was being honest because it wasn't superbly well written. It was a little like cheese in the way that he was expressing yes. it, but the actual emotions behind what he was saying were real and if that's how we felt as a kid, you know, like being the only one in a dressing room by yourself or like all these adults around, you don't have any mates because you haven't never done anything because you've been famous since you were 10 and shit. Like it must be as cool as it is to have everything you're on stage and then you're just back by yourself in this hotel room or you with your mom or something. Like it must be yeah, weird. Yeah. So it was, I thought it was interesting to hear it from him who'd been through a bunch of shit. I'd give it seven out of five. Um, seven out of five. Like, just the most fire lattes you could ever drink. That's and you know what I'm saying. Fam. Like, is that the biggest? Is that the best well, rating you've given anything best. on the show, fam? It's it is actually. But like, I'm gonna have to start giving more. Do you remember when? <laughs> for now, we have to keep record of this, Dan. Dan, keep record. Yeah. C's going seven out of five for the Beebs. Remember on the Beebs. On the Beebs. What are you saying, Terry? Capital B. I was just gonna Sorry. say. Remember when he was performing at the MMVAs in oh, Queen Street, and we ran up to it. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty lit. We had to see him just a, just a touch. Do you know what's funny, Terry? Did you we give had him a shout. Uh, we were a little far away, I guess, but we were pretty excited to see him. And then on on September fourteenth, which was my ten year anniversary in Canada, we had tickets to see him in in Montreal. Like obviously, it oh, didn't yeah. happen. I was so excited. So like, what a perfect way to see in ten years uh, was to go and see him I, at the Bell I Center. Honestly, never knew if your Justin Bieber fanatic was real or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was a joke for years, dude. Yeah. No, yeah. I, only just realized it wasn't a joke right now. Oh, <laughs> right, right. Okay. I, I reckon like, wait, he, he just money on came around. Yeah, yeah, dude. What? Yeah, bro. Not a joke. And they were like 150 bucks a pop. And we both, Tiff and I and Rich got it. All three of us got it. And Did now the interesting that? thing, I said years ago, and I, I shared it again on Facebook the other day, that Bieber is going to make a justified, like Justin Timberlake justified quality album soon. And this one might be the one. I don't know. So far, Baker's whole... He performed both songs on Saturday Night Live, and I we have a VPN, so I just watched the the thing, and it was fucking sick. Aside from Chance the Rapper, she needs to fuck off, holy. But like that song, even though it's about Jesus, and you know I hate that shit, it, the the vi- it's so sick. It's he killed it. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, this might be the one. Like I'm co- I'm I'm not confident, but I'm optimistic. Sorry, continue. Anyone else hear the song? I just want to know why. Yeah. Like, why <laughs> did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> it started off as a joke because I had in Australia, I had all this crazy shit on my door. I had a Beaver poster, I had a Twilight poster, all the oh. things, all the things I hated. Like I put oh. it on my door, 
like or just not even hate just like dumb shit because it's funny because it's so stupid a grown man listening to Bieber when he was a kid it was like 10, 11 years ago when he was a child and then I uh, used to make fun of religion a lot so I'd always sing Jesus songs and Notion got furious Notion hated it whenever I was singing Jesus songs I thought he was just rubbing stuff out rubbing one out to the door the, the pictures on the door mate I mean, look here and there. It's okay. Um, <laughs> but then, like, it got to be a joke. And then for my 30th birthday, I think Notion and Scott and everyone, they gave me, like, all these Bieber stuff. Like, I have this board game oh. and, like, all this crazy shit. You bought it. You spent money on Bieber, bro. I did. And then... Um, uh, that was a joint effort, mate. That's right. That's joint true. effort. But yeah. then over time, I started just, like, the joke typically becomes real for me. So I was joking about it so much that, like, he and he his music got progressively better. So it started getting real. We went to, to Niagara with Rob from Apple. And that time I made them play in the car the Believe album that when that came out. And I actually banged with it. There's a bu- one with right here with Drake on there, which is a great song. <laughs> and, like, there's a bunch of really good songs on that album. So, like, I kept listening to it, like, unironically. At first it was to no- annoy people and be funny. And then it just got serious. <laughs> So, you know, Interesting. here we are. Crazy, dude. Fucking hell. So, I hope you get to meet him one day. Thanks, bro. I appreciate the positivity. Unlike Notion, not giving any, any Bieber positive oh, energy. You know, you babes. I just want to witness fucking that. Fucking down. Oh, I'm going to doubt, bro. It's going to be beautiful for both of us. Um, I imagine everybody is giving this seven. Should we just move on? Because everyone's giving it seven. No, I believe we will give it seven. Dan's giving it seven. Give just for you, dude. All right. Just go. slices of pizza. One of them is soggy, but one of them is well prepared. Only because I feel like that's the one honest. that Bieber ate, and then he doesn't have any more. I just feel like he's being honest, and that was kind of cool to see. I was just like, oh, look at it, look at the cunt talking about how. Look at this cunt. Look at this cunt. Yeah, nice one, Terry. I oh. feel like they could have done a better job. Solid. The young Bieber, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was a terrible casting. Eh? Fucking hell. There's going to be so many young Bieber. That was bad casting, but I, I think they might have been um, restricted because of COVID. Give him mm. that. Um, boom, I love it. Shasta Bieber. Next. Fucking next. Russ, new Yo. single called Sorry. Did anyone hear it? I Yo, it did, it. man. Sorry to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it was boring as shit. It was the same. It was the most recycled shit from Russ I heard, fam. That was good. That was good. I'm well, honestly legit. About- That's all I got to say. <laughs> uh, one bag of Skittles, peace. One bag. <laughs> Terry, did you hear it? I only got like twenty seconds in. Like I was, you're like not okay. impressed. Okay. I, what is he? What are you apologizing for? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, what is he, that's, that's a great question. <laughs> I'm just gonna give it two, two, two coffees as well. Standard. Just catch up. Um, all right, fuck it. Next, Mary J. Blige did a song called "See What You've Done." I think it was from a soundtrack. Um, yeah, weird, interesting. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like a slap. Um, no, also it sounded different. The Engineering of it was different. She sounded like she had a blanket over her fucking voice. Mm. Um, when they mix really stuff strange. for movies, it's a lot different and a lot. Uh, it sounds like skewed differently because, like, dynamically, when you're in a theater or in a car, like things are different. And anyway, it was like off-putting as fuck to listen to. It was not fundamental, Mary. It was not guru or any other fucking sick cunt mixing her shit so that was whack as shit to me it was distracting and i give it a fucking two eyes okay i respect it anyone else here i didn't hear that one yeah i heard it but i didn't uh, investigate it as deep as nosh did so i'll probably give it just three because uh mary's a queen three oh. solid copies i can't really... yeah she's the queen but like they somebody's fucked up man yeah, she did a good did. job they're gonna they're gonna do her yeah, right next next um Lou Phelps is Kate Trinata's brother, and Kate did a single called Nike Shoebox. What's going on? 
that was cool. Yeah, so I, I like his I voice. I never really loved his raps. We actually did a show. We we I put him on a show like in 2013 when, he, when they were all coming mm. up. Um, so step peak. Yes, it was actually for uh, Abstract Outform on the first show of that uh, before we went out to Winnipeg. So I'd That's seen, I'd been following I was on crutches. From, well, no, oh, wow. sorry, I had a cane, wrapped with a cane. Right. Oh, that was the show, and you were jumping. That was a good show. I was jumping on one leg. Yes, you were. <laughs> anyway, that was um, fun. Cameron yeah, Jacobs, is that like Cam you used to work at Lost Craft Cam? He yeah. said swear more. Shouts to Cam. We'll swear more, mate. Don't oh, you worry. Oh, fucking Cam, you can't. Where's he <laughs> at? Oh, there you go, you oh, fucking mad dog, Cam. Oh, a you well, slutty cunt. Sending you a heart, Cam, you beautiful man. Yep. Good to hear from big, you, bro. Big slutty hearts to Cam. Um, get a dog up here, mate. He's got a little dog now. He actually fucking oh, shove it up. Him, oh, so mate, get it right sweet. up here, fucking get a dog. But yeah, no, it was a cool song, man. I like this one. Any K-Trip production's always fire. This was cool. Always. Bobby, it was a bop. Like, Lou sounded good on it. Yeah, I give it a solid uh, four. Four of the glasses. Yeah, know. sweet. Yeah, I listened to it as well. It was, uh, it was decent. Yeah. It wasn't like... Cage's best thing. No. I wasn't. The rap was decent though. It was. It was just decent. Yeah. You know. Maybe I'll give it a three. Actually, when you mentioned. Yeah, I'll right. probably just give it like yeah, three. Backtracking. 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 Wow. Backtracking. But I'll probably backtracking. give it like uh, three. Boss PSLs. Okay. <laughs> three PSLs. No. no, I didn't say PSLs. Um, yes, I'll two. give it three. You give it three. Three slices of pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, so everyone's about three. Pizza. Everyone's going threes. All yeah. right. Boom. I like it. We're on the same page. Next. Sorry, Nish? I didn't get to vote, mate. Oh, you didn't get to vote? I thought you did. Oh, Sorry, no, dude. I'll chuck, I'll chuck the three bags. Just get there you go. Make it easy. Just make it easy. Three, three. <laughs> Look at that. Okay, go. Sheep. Okay, go. Sheep mentality. I'm Next. Just, I'm just <laughs> nah, you're a good bloke. Uh, G-Eazy yeah. and Black Bear did a single called Hate the Way. I listened to it, but I don't really remember. I'm not going to uh, lie. Did you hear that one? I listened no. to it, and I didn't really like it. No? I thought it was pretty trash. Yeah, pretty trash? Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. it, it just got annoying. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not really a big fan of G-Eazy. And it's okay. just like, oh, Gerald? Oh, yeah, Gerald. he's the one that had Gerald. the video with uh, Megan Stallion, right? Was that G Yeah, and they thought they were like. Every time I think of G I think that video, and I think this guy's weirder. Yeah. I, I just don't really fuck with this guy. I he had some slappers a few years ago. That's the only reason I I know he's been around for long. Yeah, but, he's been around for a while. That one give two cold bowls of Putin. Jeez, cold. Cold. Oh, nothing special about it. All right. Anyone else bump that? No, yeah, um, it was kind of shit. Two yeah, fucking yeah. open bags of Skittles. All right. And they're like mad chewy and you break your teeth on one of them. <laughs> shit. Just shit. Yeah, I guess I'll give it two. Shite. It's, uh, yeah, I can't even remember. Fuck it. All right, next. Rhapsody and Bilal did a single called Pray Mama Don't Cry. I think it Smart. might have also been from a soundtrack. But yes, Rhapsody is um is dope. Rhapsody's always dope. Bilal is the god. Uh, he's been around Absolutely. for a while. Yeah, man. Soulful. Talk about it. Talk about it. Um, it was fucking just... I mean, that was that was pretty much it. It was just, just yeah. a nice little... little just some panel. real shit. You can't really go wrong with, like, authentic... Uh, Heartfelt. Not, yeah, music which raps yeah. is doing consistently. Yeah, give it four. Anyone else? Um, four bags. I didn't listen to it. But I will listen to it based off of the reviews. All right. I like that. Uh, Cam says, Gerald is a Chad. Fair point. Fair point. Fair point. Yep. Fair Fuck point. Gerald, uh, Chad. Chad, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so what's a Chad? Uh, I guess like a Gerald. like a bro, like an American. Do we know bro. Gerald, man? Oh, okay. I, I love Gerald. Do you fucking know you, Gerald? All right. Next, uh, Jacob Banks next. from the UK did a song called "Devil That I Know." I think this was really slow, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Very weird. Skipped it. Not keen. Not into it. 
wasn't. Uh, it was I think very, it was a little strange. Very sad. Yeah. Um, I don't really remember it. Anyone else here? I don't remember even to be honest. Derek, not. Then, no uh, let's not even read it. Then fuck it. Uh, but o- overall, Jacob Banks is sick, and I would highly recommend people. To he check is. Shit out. That really song was go. definitely a miss. Okay. Uh, next, Leon Bridges and Lucky Day. The guy did a song called All About You. I think this one was super tight, even though Leon usually on the slower side, wasn't it? Yeah, dude. Yep. This one, uh, okay. So Leon usually dope. Usually dope. Um, this one was the opposite. So it should have been, it was like a co song. It, was like, it wasn't like, like anyone featuring anyone. It's a, exactly. Oh, they like fucking actual, wrote okay. it together. They fucking jerked off together all good times. Um, that one was not my fave. It sounded like as soon as Lucky Day came on, it should have been like a Lucky Day song featuring Leon, if anything. It, for some reason, it just didn't slap as hard. As soon as Lucky Day come on, oh, then the song hit hard when he stopped. It okay. didn't work. Okay. It was cool. I like the song. Leon's cool. Not to discredit him. I'm being super cunty on that one. That's right. You're going to be um, honest. But, yeah, you know, had a few. Here we go. Um, what would you give it? What would you give it? I, yeah. I, I, I like it. Uh, three point, I could, so, you know, three bags of Skittles. Broken third bag, couple spilled out. Not gonna, not gonna write home about it. You still got, you know, two and three quarter bags in it. All right, I get it. Boom. Anyone else? Boom. Oh, I, I didn't read. touch this one. No, Terry. No, I didn't touch no. this one. No. Okay, no problems. Next, Static Selector did a joint with Joey Badass, Nas, and Gary Clark Jr. called "Keep It Moving." I listened to it. I just, I just don't remember it. it was, I need to see. Yeah, me too. I guess that's nothing to doesn't stand out, right? Like it's like it's a pretty on. It was okay. It was like a three out of five uh, bags of skits. It was not nothing amazing. I love Gary Clark Jr. by himself. Obviously, the other uh, rappers, respectively, are crazy as fuck. Statics, the dope uh, producer, engineer, yeah. etc. DJ, fucking mad cunt. You know, nothing to write home about. Everyone was cool. Nothing yeah. like amazing. So yeah, on, on paper Trias. it seems sick. I remember yeah, I, really, well. I definitely cued this one because I really like Joey Badass and I like uh, Nas. Nah, nah, you don't even remember it, but I don't. Yeah. That says a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, I know. Like, we, at the same token, like this is a lot for all of us to consume. Like to yeah, go through, like Terry, as you're seeing with his list, right? Like, and I, I ran through this whole thing at like you know three o'clock today. Oh, that's good. Thing. So yours are always and the then, freshest. But the thing is, like, I, I you're that good. Song, like I'm trying to think if I. If I if I YouTube that right now, I'll fucking hear it. But otherwise, like ah, yeah, struggle. It's like you know, it's like thirty songs that to listen to to cram. It's, yeah, cram, to cram. For this exam. <laughs> it's kind of what it is. <laughs> um, but it's all it's like he's got to kind of go through, pick what, do what you can. Yeah, really, right. So, um, all right, keep it going. Next, Preem, who used to be known as what was his name, P Rain, uh, did an EP oh, with Popcorn called good. Link Up. I actually. Did not get around to this one. Yeah, um, I skimmed through. Yeah. yeah, what did you think, Terry? Uh, decent. Nothing sounded like exceptional bangers yet, but that's kind of how I felt with the Popcorn album they released recently. Yeah, too. yeah. Like yeah. I think there were like maybe two songs that I really fucked with heavy, heavy, but I nothing he's, too he's intense. There's um, another one which is sick on Futures, but just his own product isn't the yeah, weirdest yeah. thing. He's what exactly? That's yeah. a good. That's a good point. I rate Indeed. him as an artist, but as a feature, he's sick. But yeah. I wouldn't really listen to his own. His own stuff. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, what do you think? What would you give this one, uh, Terry? Uh, I'd give it a three. Three? Three, three slices. Yeah. Three like fresh. Like it's one of those things where like the, the cheese is blotchy. Fuck, wow. All the cheese is inconsistent. It's not a single layer of cheese. Like, there's some parts where you can see the tomato sauce. Oh, you don't want that. Oh, you don't want that. Oh, no, that's uh, lazy. Did you yeah. hear this? 
No, no, no. catch it. No. All right, Terry's in charge of that one. Love it. Next, James Blake dropped an EP called Before. I was actually listening to that right before we went live. It's it's like EDM shit. I didn't fuck with it. Oh, like, what? Yeah, it was like really? dancey. It was not what it's you'd not expect slow. for James. Nah, not at all. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And I, I don't know why. I, it doesn't uh, always strike me as uh, as fun. I, I always like, you know, you've he's always not, recommended. <laughs> sorry, not fun. No, he's not fun. It's depressing as shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. I'm saying like you've always been like, yo, no, check this cunt. I'm like, yeah, yeah, nah. And then it's like <laughs> always like two out of five. <laughs> yo, he's got some slappers though, man. Like he really yeah. does. And this was not it. Not it. I give it I up. Really like cool. I'm um, so glad I didn't check Retrograde. That. Remember like that, that joint? Retrograde back in the day? He had yeah, re- life like yeah, life around here. Music video with Chance life around here. Life around yeah, here. Yeah, that was. Here, I, I hate Chance verse on that, but that shit was uh, fucking. <laughs> you really don't like Chance. I fucking hate Chance. Chance is relaxing. Shit. Relax. <laughs> he's he's so okay, because nah, I'm sure he's a fucking bad guy. Just relax. Nah, just relax. look. Nah, nah, nah. He's fucking alright, but like he's his fucking alright. Fuck off, fuck. Cam says, get get a side of wings, no dog. Yeah, I fucking will, too, kid. Fucking should. Oh yeah, because yeah, because I'm ordering fucking puts. Yeah, just. Come over for some wings, dickhead. Yeah, fuck. Did anyone else listen to this EP no, or no? no? Terry, no, no. Uh, I, I purposely did not. So. Fair enough. I like your attitude. That's how, that's how you. <clears> should sorry, just gonna be honest. No, man. To be honest, it's okay. That's the yeah, whole mate. point. I always tell. That's what I'm telling Terry. Like, just pick what you like. If it's an EP, you know, have a time. Cool. James Blake. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, no. Nah, understood and respected. Next, Stevie Wonder did a song with Rhapsody, Chica, Busta Rhymes, and Corday oh, called "Can't yeah. Put It in the Hands of Fate." I think also it might be from a film or something like that. I think it is. It's like a heal the world moment. Yeah, it sounds like extra it would be. It, actually, weird. From, once again, I don't remember. I listened to the singles typically on Friday, so like by now I've forgotten it. But I remember it being pretty cool. Like with that many people, it could have gone horribly wrong. But I think it was pretty. It was That's like it was like three out of five cringe. <laughs> three out of five cringe. Oh. Three out of five cringe, like you know. Oh, three out of five cringes? As like, opposed like, to Skittles bags? It's cringe that's a fuck Skittles, mate. It was cringy. It's like it's like Heal the World. <laughs> it seemed mad force. Buster's rhymes were like corn. Oh okay. ball. Okay, I need so, to pay attention then. It was like <clears throat> I don't know, dude. It wasn't 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 keen. <laughs> okay. Anyone else here? No, I remember queuing it because of the artists are really interesting, but then I just didn't get around to listen to it. Yeah. All right, so I went, I'll, I'll retract my judgment then because Nosh probably makes a good point. Um, Cam says, this is the best podcast ever. I love it. Thank you, Cam. We, Cam's a mad cat. I'm saying the C word a lot. I'm saying the C word a lot. Um, Definitely. Um, next, Ty Dolla Sign and Janae Aiko and DJ Mustard did a song called By Yourself. Did anyone peep that? Yeah. No. It, it was. I did. It was alright. It was it was decent. Yeah, like, it was typical what you'd think Ty Dolla Sign would make. Right. I think it's off the new one. Just love music, isn't it? You yeah, know it's what just I mean? yeah, like you know, love. You did solid R and B. Fuck to it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, and you'd you'd pull out oh, great just yeah, in time. Just, nah, just you'd like you make like the, the slow fuck and then like work up to it, but like yeah, yeah, you know, but maybe you, like <laughs> like ten seconds of eye contact. Ooh. And just, you know, that's it. And then you pull out. Isn't an album called Featuring Ty Dollar Sense? Yeah, it's a genius name. It's, <laughs> oh, uh, it comes it? out this Friday. <laughs> oh yeah. There's a bunch of good albums no, coming out this Friday. Um, I forgot what it was. <laughs> I heard Adele's <laughs> album is dropping next month too. Apparently Adele and Drake are dropping in November. Just a quick side there, which mm. is concerning for me because oh, they need to drop. Drake and they smashed? Adele and Drake separate, right? Separate <laughs> albums, yeah. Uh, oh, no, because Adele's smashing. Yeah, Adele's smashing Skepta, I thought. Yeah, oh. 
um, I'm concerned because if any of those no, drop on but... my release date, then not like no one's gonna mm. care. It's gonna be problematic. <laughs> it's always the fucking way. You can't. You can't. It doesn't matter each any week you drop. It's gonna be too much stuff. Um, yeah. All right. Anyway, Ty, did anyone want to give it a rating? Ty Delson. No, should you talk about Ty Delson yet? Yo, um, I, it was cool, man. It was a kind of a sexy tune. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Sexy is the best word to express. Sexy. Anyone have any ratings? Yeah, I'd give it four okay. hot, steamy bowls of gravy that you're eating in a car with girl. With a girl. Oh yeah. So Just the windows the all bowl. like steamy from, that, from yeah. the gravy. Yeah. The gravy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the you know what I'm saying? That man gravy. You know that pork butter. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> What'd you give it? Uh, 3.9 so like the third bag it's just dropped a couple of skits at the bottom get it I get it um, and you pick it you pick them up off the carpet and just eat the skittles because they're good skittles alright <laughs> okay. you dropped a couple because just fuck it a bit, right. bit, bit of fluff in the mouth yeah it? a bit of fluff a bit, bit, a bit, a bit, bit, a bit of carpet <laughs> yeah, <just laughs> alright next uh, Brandy and Ty Dolla Sign did a oh this a, is what I was thinking of yes. I fucking got my reviews back which uh, I'm such No way. Tomorrow Part 2 this was off I think it was like it was a, like a remix to one of the singles from her last album B7. This one was cool because it's basically like it's like this. I think it's basically the same song. It's just with the tie on it, <laughs> which is great. This was a cool song. I fucking brandy heavy. This, this, this is cool. what I was giving my review to. This is a sexy ah, Okay. This I, I fucked up my things. I got That's it back. Okay. So I was looking at my mouse is highlighting the wrong song, mate. I respect it. Anyway, yeah, this one was fire. Yeah, uh, brandy was getting her extra shit on the fucking. I don't know, engineer-wise, got me distracted with all the flanges and phases that she has on her vocals and shit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was great. Uh, you could definitely smash to it. I'd give it a fucking four hours, you know? Yeah, give it a four hours. Four, bags, four, four full bags from uh, a fresh shelf. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Um, Terry? I haven't heard it, but no. I'm always looking yeah. for something to smash to, so I'm going hey, to listen to it. Hey, I mean, there's a playlist. Fuck to it, Terry. Don't Terry? worry about it, mate. No, I didn't actually catch it. I didn't <laughs> yeah, even notice. It's, it's like, a, it's like a slow thing, and then it can build up. Like, it's not too... Get definitely yeah, get started literally. to it. Um, Full play song. All right, next we're in the we're in next. the last last uh, last stretch. Uh, Ill Bill, Conway, The Machine, and Pharaoh Munch did a song called Don't "Be Hope. Afraid." This was cool. Ill Bill, I haven't heard from him in a hot minute. Um, always dope to hear Pharaoh again. He's sounding a little different, but like on point still. And Conway knows yeah. it as always. I I enjoyed it. It's real hip hop, hip hop, and it's fine. Hip hop, hip hop. Solid man. four. Solid four. Fucking oat milk lattes, you know. Do you see? Do you see? Yeah, no, I thought it was good. Um, when I was listening to it, I didn't really like the first verse. I don't know who it was. Kill Bill. Yeah, Bill, yeah. he's like necro. I recognize his voice straight away, actually, mm. uh, even after so long, because yeah. like you know, he's a you know, he's an older, he's more on the vet side of things. He is. And right even on. after so long, even uh, after. I mean, fuck, I don't know who mixed this joint. But anyway, I, I would, when, when the song came on, like, oh, shit, that must be Ill Bill, because I just yeah, kind of just recognize it. it from a long time ago. Yeah, it's just got a nice cadence, man. Yeah. That was, that was kind of cool. Oh, interesting. Okay. No, I, I yeah. listened to it, and it, I was so close to skipping, and then I heard Conway go in. I was like, okay, oh, his verse was yeah. so good. He's got some, uh, some stature on a, on, a, on, a, on a beat, mate. He yeah, rides it nice, boss. Um, <laughs> I would uh, give it four bowls of... Poutine with uh, gravy, with a nice uh, chili flakes, a bit yeah. of sriracha on top, make it a bit spicy okay. on a cold winter day. Spicy top. Right. Right. I like that. I like that. It's beautiful. Did you give it a rating, Nash? No. Uh, no? I didn't see it. You didn't hear it? You didn't hear it, Terry? Okay. I'll, <clears throat> I'll, chuck a, I'll chuck a four bags, mate. Four bags? 
the four yeah, bags. Four bags hey, maybe maybe cool. change up the flavor. Maybe you could go for like those. You know how they have the berries. Oh yeah, that's right. The they have sour ones. ones. Yeah, I'm so not up on my candy games. Okay, so right. this, uh, a bag, four bags of fucking sour skittles. That's yeah, great. yeah. Fuck yeah, I like that. I like that. All right. think you just open my whole. Hey man, don't worry about it. We've fuck. still got a, we've still got probably. Sour it's right. So late for peace. Go. All right, yeah, next, go, Xavier go, Omar go. did a song with Mariba called "Like I Feel." It was another song to add to Terry's. Fucking playlist. Fuck list. Yep. Fuck list the okay. playlist. Yep. Uh, smooth, sensual. Everyone was telling me this Mariba chick is the one. I joked off coming twice next. to it. Minimum yeah, twice. Give it a three and a half because of that. Yeah, because of that. I'm giving it, I'm giving it a three and a half as well. Did you <laughs> run that? Two times? Wow. Amazing. Uh, it was. Twinsies. For, for me, it was, it was all right. Uh, last year, um, last year, I mean last week, uh, same Xavier Omar released yes. that other song. So his, and that, yeah, that, that one there, it, like, set the tone for me. But then this one didn't really reach that benchmark. Yeah, so it wasn't to me, I was good. a bit disappointed, but it was like, I still give it a solid three and a half bowls yeah. of poutine, you know, from your local poutine shop, yes. wherever you get it from. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was decent. It wasn't as good as last week, which is why I was a bit yes. disappointed. But it means there's probably an album coming. Cause yeah, it's which, good. Week, right? which is good. Mm. Uh, Terrence? Didn't listen, but it's on the list. It's on the list. You got, you got new, your missus is going to be happy. <laughs> uh, all right, next... Justin Nazuka, Canada, like he's Ontario, from Ontario, did a song with really? Mahalia um, called No One But You. Do you know who knows him, Nosh? Mike, Digital um, Junkie. Get the yeah. fuck out I, I wanted him to hook me up because we sampled him Uncle on, Mickle. on Bad Habit. Let's go, bud. Um, this song was called uh, No One But You, super smooth. Did not expect him to do a song with someone like Mahalia, which hopefully means he's coming back and doing some shit, man. So fuck yeah, this was a really good song. I like this very much. Yeah, it's got a wicked voice. It wasn't his yep. typical music, Super which is smooth. more guitar, folky type of shit. It was more in the R&B vibe, and his voice really suits it. So he should do a full R&B album, hopefully. True. Uh, I give that four. Four. Just yeah, I, mean, I, I give it like a 4.2. So like, you know, the fucking get three bags of one kind or two bags of one kind, two bags of the other. And a little little sample bag on the on the on staple to one to say yeah, I know thanks for coming. <laughs> sample bag your skills is game changing. Yeah, that is a game changer. Yeah, like um, next level skittles that man's ain't getting the access to, like early yeah, access to. Ooh, I like that. I like that. sample bag. Uh, Fuck it. Any of you guys listen? I didn't yeah. catch this one. No, no problem. Uh reckon I definitely recommend this for the sex list, Terry. Um sex. Next, this one was really weird. So Sean Leon is from Toronto. He did a song called South of yeah, France Freestyle. Yeah, so I thought he was a singer, and this was some trap rap shit. It was very. Wait, much... You thought he was a singer? Yeah, isn't he a singer? No, he's a rapper. Oh, then it's probably not. He worked for Kanye actually. Okay, so this is not what I thought it was. I thought he was a singer, so I can't. I didn't like it because I expect. I was like, why is a singer? There? I didn't like it, even though I knew he was a rapper. Though. Okay, good. So I just, it was just weird. Yeah. Eh? Like it was weird. Like I like not. Yeah. Like, a lot of his stuff but there's some stuff that I like that slaps this one just felt a little different yeah a bit forced and a bit like I don't really like it to be honest yeah it sounds like something you'd hear um, you know the rappers on XXL Freestyle yeah it's just one of them ones yeah it was too generic for someone it was weird I thought I was a good artist Uh, yeah the last thing I saw from him too was the fact that he had wrote for Kanye so I was expecting a little bit more Mm. okay what would you guys give it oh no should you hear it no mate not cool what would you guys give it I'd Uh, give it a Two bowls of poutine, but they forgot the actual cheese and gravy. Oh my god! So they chips, fries, just fries. Man's just got fries. Terry, 
two pieces of crust. No, 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 fucks with crust. Yeah, but if it's just the crust, is it like no, no dipping sauce crust? It's like pizza, like, pizza crust. Oh wow, cardboard. So cardboard. Oh wow, I'm gonna give this then to, to a line with you. I'm gonna give it a gas station coffee. Wait, hold on. <laughs> so I'm totally. I'm not listening to it. You guys gave me the. I'm no, not don't listen to it. No, I'm not. No, no, no. Um, uh, Dan says he likes crust. I'm curious, what do you think about stuffed crust from Pizza uh, I think stuffed crust isn't that good in comparison to normal deep pan crust. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't ever buy stuffed Most crust. Most people don't rate stuffed crust. I don't, I don't really fuck with it that much. Do you bangs with it then, Terry? I like it. Can I suggest why I think you like it? Because it has cheese in it? No, because you get high love. Because like, they get high a lot. Yeah, and like um, high men's like really fun shit like that. To uh, me, yeah, that's fun. That makes sense. And I feel like when it's you're high, like you my, appreciate my those. my highness determines what I eat. Oh, like okay. I I do extra shit even with like, I don't you know think I was smoking weed when I ate a cinnabon every day for a whole month. Yes, I remember that shit. I remember. <laughs> that. I don't know how you're still. Yeah, alive. And you're still <laughs> mad skinny. Look at you, mate. Hey, we all need. I started to gain weight. Are you fat like me? One twenty nine. You're a blessed man. It was wild. You hit 129. 129 in, my, in seven, eight years, I think. Jeez. Well, you know, do you know what it comes with, Terry? Old age, man. Get yeah, it, it's mate. not very Terry's getting old. Bro, I don't want to tell you how much Ooh. I weigh now. It's disappointing. I just started this workout regime. I stopped eating trash, mate. It's a fucking... The beer it's is not, not doing me any favors, Terry. Not doing me any favors. Mm. Um, let's keep quarantine. it. We're nearly done. It's quarantine too, exactly. Next, Black Thought. Streams of Thought, Volume 3. I just Ooh. listened to that before this. Fucking fire. Amazing. Tell me what you think, guys. Super fire. Didn't the, get to it, but I want to. The, the production yeah, was way better. So oh, sorry. Wait. By far, the best streams of thought, in my opinion, as far as all the different joints, the production was better. Um, everything about it was... More cohesive, put together. It yes. Was fucking it felt like... The other streams of thought just felt like a stream of thought. This felt like a project. Mm-hmm. I really this enjoyed is, this. This is the most project feeling, album fucking feeling one of those been. Yes, um, agreed. I only gave it one spin. I also um, did it kind of quickly because, you know, there was a bunch of shit. That one I'm going to spin, like, constantly. So that's fire. It's it's hard. Like, the, um, there's a song with I'll Pusha T. I'll pop a one well. it's super good. The yeah. song with Pusha T on it? Yeah, that, that was the single we reviewed a few weeks ago. Oh, was yeah, that Because it had Swiss on it. With Swiss, oh, Swiss. I was like, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and, um, Swiss ruined it. Swiss is why he only gets four and not five. Yes, and the song wow. uh, <laughs> "State Prisoner." Yeah, if, if you remember that one, such a good song. And uh, the whole thing had like a good message as well. And, uh, yeah, it's a uh, proper in with the culture, good with the times, like social justice, a social dust justice. Yes, yeah, such a good. It's sick. Yeah, sick. Um, what are you oh. gonna? Pardon? What are you gonna give? I was gonna give four, just four. and the extra half. Or maybe I was gonna do four and a half, but I guess four because Swiss. For like, but like really good, like punk and spice latte. Really good, yeah. decent, decent. Yeah, uh, I give it. I'll, I'll probably give it five. You know, fuck. I'll probably give it even with Swiss. Yeah, well, Shoot. no, fuck Swiss. But you know, I kind of fuck with this whole thing. You know, I'll probably give it a five. Whatever you want on the poutine. If you want, if you want cereal, you can have cereal. If you, if you want chocolate, you have it. If you just want gravy, cheese curds. You know, whatever you want. It's okay. just the perfect bowl of poutine. And you like it. custom. All right. Um, no show, Terry. Did you? I know Terry. Terry, you didn't hear it. No show. Have a rating. No, I didn't hear it. Yeah, mate. Uh, probably just chuck a four and a half, mate. Four and a half bags of skits. Uh, like you spilt a couple, because uh, 
not every song was banging. Was what? Because of Swiss. He sucks. Swiss, I mean, look, <laughs> it's not all the way sucks. Like, I mean, come on. Yeah, I just, I got to Not all the way sucks. You know, Mance is okay. Okay, <sighs> four and a half. All right. Uh, that's right. Uh, Sean, sorry, he says, when's the last time you heard anything new from Necro? Hearing Ill Bill's name reminds me of high school. I have not heard anything new from Necro in a very long time, and I guess this is aimed at you, Dan. Did you listen to Chunks and Young Philly's new song called Hole? Yeah, they're um, two like comedians from YouTube, but they just do music on the side, and it's actually oh, quite a good song. Right. They're both like singers or rap sort of, but this is like Ooh. their first like big sort of production song. It's actually kind of hard, like yeah. it kind of fucks a bit. It's decent. I respect it. Boom, all right, let's keep it moving. Nearly there. Uh, next, Jay Prince, from uh, who we know from Soul Lection, did an EP called Soul SOL Volume 1. Did you want to pick that? No. Did not. No, I liked it. I won't go really too much into it. He's got a cool flow, really interesting voice. Solid three and a half. Solid lattes out of there. Yes. Definitely worth checking. It's only two songs. The EP is literally two songs, but it's good. Uh, next, this is the album of the week. Benny the Butcher, Burden of Proof. Yeah. All produced by Hit Boy. It basically sounds like Rockefeller... Uh, Two, in 2003, sold 100%. beat. He's talking real shit. Just it's Blaze, got, oh, Heat yeah. Makers. It's fucking insane. i got to listen to it again. I didn't listen to it once. I need to soak it up. There's just too much music. Same. Insane. I can't say enough. Like We're already on his dick. Everyone knows it. But like, Yeah, pause. Um, big, big pause. Yeah, big pause. Big pause. Yeah. Well, what are you What are you going? Five. Five perfectly made pumpkin spice lattes and a hug from a girl in Ugg Boots and uh, Infinity Scarf for that basic... It's full perfection album that he gave us. Jesus Christ. That's fucking I mean, what it is. Praise the baby. I'll fucking chuck in every single. So we're talking. If there's, if there is, I don't even know. Man's don't eat Skittles like that. If there's five bags of Skittles that are different, fam, it, all different bags. Mm-hmm. And you get it in a hamper on a layer of Starburst in it. Ooh. 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 Feel me? Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's like a like a like a like a A plus five. That's a flat. Okay, all right. Okay. Oh, mm. uh, Dan and uh, Terry, did anyone? Hear yeah, it? I, I fucks it heavy. This is like death row down with week. Like, oh, I, no I give it. I give it uh, six bowls of poutine. Oh shit! He six. gave it six. Oh. six. Fuck! I should have given it six. 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 I'm changing mine to six. You know what you get the week? in the limits. Is I would say it's safe. It's hard because it's October, what, 19 or something? So we've got yeah. it in a couple of weeks. But so far, I don't know what else could beat this. Unless it's Drake releases or something, then I don't know. Yeah. Because they're just Is production. Is Wayne releasing something? Come on. Is anything beat it in September? Uh, maybe the closest would be Conway's from King to a God album, mm. which was the other most exceptional one. I think that I think this this tops it just, though. It's just... It's un, it's, the reason why... It's over and above, like basically the type of music that Griselda would be doing is that grimy alchemist, sometimes no, no fucking drums, just these grimy ass shit with these drug music. This sounds like a Jay-Z album from 2003 that mm. maybe Kanye or Just Spray's producers know said, but he's talking about other things and it's, it's more of a rounded personality from someone you've only seen one thing from and from the dude who's got to be the MVP of 2020s everywhere, um, Every album that's out that I loved, he's on it. The, one of the next albums we're going to talk about, he's on it. Like he's just yeah. everywhere, and I'm just I'm extremely impressed. Features, yeah, yeah he's, he's it's, it's it's definitely brilliant. So, so good. can't can't express enough. All right, we'll keep it moving. Next, Mace and Total. I don't know why they did this, but they did a couple um, stripped versions. So they did "Tell Me What You Want." There was also a um, 
What's up? Oh, the big one. Who's out? Who's not? Tell me who rap. What's that song? Um, I don't know. Yeah. What that song is? What the name of it? But they did that, but I only put the total one on here because I thought it was something they just recorded and then popped it out. But it almost sounds like the studio version with like guitars underneath it instead. But it was cool. It was nice to hear it because it was the May song. Did anyone check it? I remember curing it, but I didn't listen to it. No, no. Okay, it's whatever. It's kind of fun. It's a nice throwback. I give it three. Uh, we'll keep it going. This was a very surprisingly good album. Sheik Loot dropped an album called Beast Mode 4. Ooh. This was fucking great. I, you don't realize how dope of an MC Sheik is. He sounds as on point as he did in 1998. Like, this guy, Damn. he sounds fresh. Like, he's moved with the times. Yo, he's I talking about check stuff. This still, I'm definitely going to check this. I like this more than the Lux album. This was great. Oh. And I, I really appreciated this project. Beast Mode 4, right? I'm 100% right? going back to it, man. Fucking geese. This was my big surprise of the week. Um, just because oh, I, I don't know. the whole thing in a row. Fucking yeah. Shit. Just when you have like a chic, you know, one locks member, they aren't always that like I'm going to have a coffee and, and a spliff to this tomorrow oh, morning. Oh, yeah. But Man, it's really great. I give it a solid four and a worry. half. Four and a half. Good, four and a half? Good, yeah. Some great features too. two coffees to that one. Yeah, man. Goes for half an hour, eh? Yeah, it's nice, short and sweet. Ten songs or something, I think. That's um, fucking sick. It's exactly <laughs> what it needed to be. Anyone else here? I didn't uh, no, I didn't listen no. to it. All right, perfect. Yeah. Um, highly recommend it. This was fucking. There's there's another album come up in a sec that was equally as surprising, which is crazy. Uh, next, Jared James, dude from Australia, dropped a song called Miracles. I liked it. He's got a cool voice. It wasn't as good as his old shit, to be honest, but it was cool. I like his. He had some like really phenomenal music a few years back. This was cool. Did anyone check for this? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't check this. No. I went Jared James, I did not, mate. No. Yeah, it's great. Um, I'd say check the old stuff and the new shit, but this was cool. I'll give it three. Next, this other one was a very surprising one. So the group is called the Serial Killers, and the album says Serial Killers present Summer of Sam, and the Serial Killers are Exhibit, Be Real, and Demrick. Apparently, they've done music before, but this album, I just heard it today, it fucking slaps. So it's good. all about the pandemic. Every I've got to this uh, oh, yeah. recently, too. Every I song didn't get to this. Bro, it's, it was it was one of the... Uh, Dan texted me about saying, like, yo, did you hear like, that shit? I'm like, no. my man's, like, mad people, like... Well, not mad people, like... A few of the close homies, like, recommended this shit. I just didn't get to it. That's okay. Fucking boom. Listen to this after Sheik. Um, at the beat, I don't know who produced it, but it, it, the beats were tough. Exhibit sounds great. I can't believe how tough he sounds. Be real sounds on point. Sick, like, Demrick, I didn't really know of. Exhibit's beforehand. got like more bass in it yeah. than earlier. He's like fucking. But he's like, medium. he hasn't lost it. None of these dudes. That's why I was so impressed this week because there's Benny, who are older dude, but coming out with his shit now, sounding like he's from 2003. And then you've got Sheik from mm. the 90s sounding fire and fresh and then this was three i don't know about Demrick if he's an older rapper or not mm-hmm. but the other two dudes legends it, it was like well put i mean some of the hooks were a little corny and stuff here and there but like the yes. actual way they described like up, they had rap, story hip-hop, tracks hip hop hip hop but they had like story tracks that were like that were written from the perspective of people who were like fuck that i'm gonna take the car and meet my boys out on crenshaw like mm-hmm. i didn't give a fuck i'm mm-hmm. worrying about masks and all this shit and it was like a cool way to position the whole pandemic stuff it was it was just it, really you could actually picture in your head like yes. what was happening yeah like it, it was mad they like dressed like that some people uncomfortable yeah. being inside how some people didn't give a fuck they were just yep. going outside it's 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 so sick like honestly dope feature dj quick was on there 
Um, so check that out. Yeah, a few Legend, other cats. Legend. It was just, I really, really appreciated this one. This mm, one was a real so love fun. So chic in this one, 100%. I'm going to give that uh, also four and a half. Um, fantastically well made. When you go to a place and you're like, oh, I'm trying it out for the first time, you don't know, and you get that fire coffee, you're like, oh, I'm coming back here. That's what that was. Surprisingly good. Surprisingly mm. good. Nah, nice. I, I get that. I'll give it a... You know, I don't want to give too many things five. You know, now I'll give it four point seven five. Oh, I like that. Like, I approached it not feeling too good about it. I was thinking exhibit like same. You know, you know like, when old rappers just come back randomly, but then this one was like another surprisingly good one. Like you know, when you go to a random chicken shop and it's just like <laughs> they do poutine yeah. and then you have it and it's like, yo, this is sick. Like why didn't no one tell me? Like, why didn't no one tell me? That's so yeah, four point seven five. Love it. Five. Great one. We got like three left. Uh, next, Bootsy Collins and Snoop did the funkiest single of the week mm-hmm. called Jam On. This was so dope. This is hard. <laughs> Actually, there's some good music this week. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of weak shit earlier, but this is like strong finish. Snoop and uh, and um, and Bootsy, great song. It sounds exactly like you think it would. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bootsy sounds great. It's and the like, hairs will Yeah, I was like, no. th- exactly. That level Snoop and shit is like, it's a, it's a fucking bop, man. Um, four oh, and a half. Cool. If, slap if someone told me this was released in 1999, I would have been like, oh, or 1979. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but wow, yeah, wow, wow. It, it's it's hard. Like I'll give that one a solid four and a half. Yeah, bowls of the perfect poutine. Love it. You know, just so it. good. Just Classic poutine. Anyone else check it? Classic poutine. No, I haven't. No? But I'm going to. Yeah, I'm so, loving this. Yeah, man, this is <laughs> good. Smoke mad weed to it. Yes, you need to smoke you mad do. weed. Speaking of smoke, next it's D smoke. Hey, New single called Rapture. This was cool because the concept was what if there were no women? And what yeah. was that? It's weird, but like D Smoke is one of the Man's most talented no motherfuckers still. in the game. Yeah, well, that man's be joking right. a lot. Yeah, but, um, yeah, the video was cool. Hyper well produced. Um, I don't know. I, Tiff loves D Smoke and I'm banging with him real Question bad. about D Smoke. I don't know if I've talked to you guys about this before, but don't you think. Um, rhythm and flow was the most creative way to introduce a new artist to the music industry. Yes, and it was so the most authentic. Knew he, he was going to win before, like I that imagine so. episode was created around him winning. No one was as good as him. No one could possibly have. I um, think. The, I think the whole thing was Ooh. staged. That could be fair because he's also Sir's brother. So like yeah, like I think the whole thing was staged, and it was the most interesting way a new artist. Most artists get introduced to the music industry with a single, or an album, or a music video. This guy, they put out a TV series where you got to learn about him, see all his different capabilities in terms of freestyling, rapping, singing, writing, um, all of it. Yeah, and then bond with him and get attached to him like if it was a TV series you're watching. And then he releases an album a week after the show finale comes out. Like, yeah, which was actually quite weak, unfortunately. But the next one, Black Habits, was incredible. Yeah. You, you make a great point. I didn't think of it like that. About, yeah. That's why you fuck with yeah. him. That's why he's got millions of followers when his brother had a couple hundred thousand. And he yeah. went straight to a million in like a couple of weeks after the show. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Tiff said, no, more money, more problems was the main song. Of course it was. Jesus Christ. And uh, she said, yeah, they neglected to mention the entire time he was Sir's brother, which definitely sounds a bit shady. And then they added a full band, fan base to him instantaneously. But the thing is, he came through and he put like Issa Rae and shit in the videos. Like he had the most creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything about what he's doing is exceptional. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. opposite of whack reality TV music shows. Like, mm-hmm. And it was authentic as MCs. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. It was, it was, yeah, it was amazing. And Tip. he speaks Spanish and stuff too. Yeah, yeah which he pushes a little too hard. 
Yeah, like exactly. The the Spanish thing, like he keeps doing it. So I'm like, all right, bro, we fucking get it. But like, yeah, you know, it's cool. Yeah, Tiff is the same thing. He's uh, yeah, he's actually amazing, and uh, his music and videos are dope as fuck. The videos specifically. So I give that a yeah. solid out, uh, solid four, for good lattes. Did anyone else hear? Yeah, yeah, I heard it. I it was, it was uh, cool. nah. top. Uh, it was good. Good, like you can imagine what he was saying and stuff. You have to like deep think. But I thought the song just sounded a bit weird. You know, I couldn't bop to it. Yeah. It's like you'd have to be in the zone. You have to kind of think about it. I'll get, I'll get three and a half solid bowls of decent food. It's like it's something I enjoyed, but not necessarily something I'd go back to. Yeah, it has no replay value. Like, no, but it's true. a good song, just no replay yeah. it's, It sounds almost like an album track and something you should release as a single because it's a little bit too yeah. conceptual type yeah. of thing. Or something I'd shoot a short film to. Yeah, exactly, and you do it for that, and it's that piece of art yeah. as opposed to be a promotional thing for a yeah. project. Yeah, love it. All right, two more albums, guys. Next, Jay Electronica dropped Act Two: The Patents of Nobility, based on uh, a guy that my friend Cam knows who leaked it via the I think it's Discord group that leaks all the shit, and then that forced the 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 response was so positive that Jay Elect actually put it on title. So I actually I didn't listen to it because I don't have title. And I couldn't be fuck torrenting it because there's too much other music. Um, did anyone check this? I didn't check this one. I didn't know. No. I found it on YouTube and I got halfway through it. It was pretty sweet. Um, I need to give it like a full yeah, like so, a listen, so listen. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, fuck. So far, so good. Um, bunch of the exhibit fucking ABC samples are like through the whole songs that i heard ah, and okay. and this is just like finished listening to it so work in progress okay i'm gonna the wip fam a bit of a whip bit of a whip 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 us oh i'll jump on that for next time and the last one whammy uh next ti dropped an album called the libra i listened to this today i'm not typically a ti fan this album slapped. Like I, I really what I heard. Yeah, yeah. man. Same. I, I really enjoyed what I heard. But like surprisingly, like I was I thought I would stop it like a few songs in and be like, fuck it, let me Same. listen to the exhibit shit. And I listened to the whole thing. No, yeah, it was it was good. He has a feature with uh, like Young Thug and stuff. Yep. That Young Thug song was so good. It was cool. Like I I never really thought like it's exactly the same as Exhibit. Like when I saw the artist, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna skip through it. Yeah, there was a couple of songs that I was just like, yeah, it's not yeah there's a couple. Of, yeah, yeah. But then like there's like 20 songs, isn't it? Like uh, it was it's long. Yeah. About, it's about eight, long, yeah. 18 of the 20 songs were hard. Like pretty hard. Like, they were pretty hard. And he had a nice mix of features from like you said, like Young Thug, Little Baby, and then like yeah. didn't he have like. Was it Jada Kiss or like? Yeah, he had like some um, old school artists. As we well. had Rick Ross on a joint. Yeah, that like, costume was hard as well. There were some real good features that were balanced, and he had this one amazing interlude with this poet that was like talking about George. Like you know, I remember. The, yeah, it was moving. Like, I was like, whoa, I'm not quite mm-hmm. choked up, and like, oh shit, like all right, mm-hmm. type of thing. Lil cool. Baby, Jeremiah, yeah. Rhapsody, uh, Benny the Butcher. Yeah, Conway. So many. Yeah, Conway, Twenty One Savage, like. It was a nice features. mix, yeah. and it was it was well executed. The production was yeah. fire, and it was something that I did not expect from Ti. Even though he had a problematic launch party the other night, um, I think it was Thursday night at a club, a packed club, oh, in the middle of COVID, where mm. in the country of and, the, and who has the most deaths, so a little bit irresponsible, <laughs> dude. It was irresponsible as fuck. No masks, packed room, bro. Like a normal club. You think of a club. Like I saw like uh, some video oh. footage from someone filmed it of him and Tiny sitting there and then zoomed out and panned across and it just looked like a packed Saturday night at any given 
Wow. That's Regular crazy. time. Plus, that's yeah. fucked. So that was irresponsible. But I give that a solid, solid four. Like, once again, you go to a place, you don't think it's going to be good. You get that fire latte. You're like, oh, my God. This is hot. I'm going to come through. No, yeah. yeah I, I didn't complete it. You didn't complete it? I can't give it a fair rating, but I did fair. like what I heard so far. And I will continue. I respect yeah. it. I'll give it a four and a half bowls of poutine from the random shop you never tried before. Nice. And it's just really hot, really spicy, yep. perfectly melted cheese. Really Love good. it. When it all comes through. Cool comes through. So that is it pretty much for the episode, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We did a nice two and a quarter, you know. Go, Figured it would be lengthy. Uh, Uncle Terry, mate, thank you so much for coming through and hanging out, bro. Love it. Let me give no, that applause. Give that applause. Uncle Terry. Um, where can the people them first of all find you online and second of all purchase these glorious uh, pieces of clothing uh, so my Instagram is just my first and my last name Joshua Telfer um, and yeah that you just DM me directly and we'll sort your size and get it shipped out um, my website is believedreamsdesignlife.com and you can also so we all chose the hoodies Dan and Tiff got the uh, the sweater. Do you want to show the sweater? Show, show the man down the sweater. The crew neck sweater, which is super crispy. Look at that. Look at that. Show that pretty smile there, Dan. Hey, give it to him. So, you know, you can always do them and customize them. Um, and also, of course, a portion of it goes to a charity that, uh, you know, you'd be supporting, something that will be supporting uh, black folks during, you know, social justice type stuff and make sure people are uh, helped out who need it. Um, I love it. Uh, no, where can everyone find you, my G? Uh, at Notion Baby on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at Illnote Studios, uh, Instagram and Facebook, illnotestudios.com, mixing, mastering, photography, say good day, talk about your feelings, let's get it in and uh, have a nice time. How about you, Dan? What are you saying, mate? Uh, yeah, same as usual, you know, Instagram is, well, actually, myself, Twitter, Twitter is I, Dan Johnson. Uh, mm. Don't really post, but obviously, I retweet funny stuff, so come check that. Uh, Instagram is also I Dan Johnson. I'm playing a post soon, Oof. so you know all the fans. It's gonna be the, the it's gonna uh, be the Black Lives Matter stuff. You know, we're gonna make sure we get the, get the photos sure she's pointing, obviously. And uh, for I might as well plug my gaming stuff. You know, I, I, have, I have a gaming uh, Instagram sort of thing. So if you if you're into that sort of stuff, Call of Duty and shit, uh, it's HDF Gaming, but it's HDF GXMING. So anyone else obviously wanting to look at find you, but obviously 200 IQ plays. Have a look at that. Look at that. Look at Love that. video games. Um, and y'all can check me at CWEFOR, Twitter and Instagram. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed the episode, smash the thumbs up, hit subscribe below, hit the notification bell so you don't miss Ding. an episode. Um, follow us on social media at The Movement Fam everywhere. We go live at 8 p.m. Eastern every Monday. Um, the audio is typically available the next day on every Spotify, every Spotify, every fucking podcast place you listen to that shit, man's be out there. Uh, Terry, we're going to take the thumbnail right now, so let's make sure that everybody can see the gear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There we go. Ready? Boom. Look at us looking sexy. Uh, Josh, thank you again. Guys, make sure you go follow thank Josh, you. check out his work, support what he's doing. Um, stick around as well, Terry, after the words for the Skype thing. And we'll see y'all in the next episode. Peace. Peace. Peace, peace.